0: Okay, it is uh, Wednesday, September the 14th, 2022. For those of you tuning in live to the Robert C.I. Bell Show, guess what? Ty Bollinger's back, finally! We'll check out what's going on with him, and we've got a lot of stories to cover, including the mandatory transhumanistic genetic modification of all life on planet Earth under the Biden regime. Covered that story yesterday. We'll talk about it with uh, with Ty Bollinger today. Uh, also, there are three hospitals apparently suing on the remdesivir protocol that kills Without informed consent, that's only a fraction of all the ones that should be going down based on this. All right, circulating uh, polio from the vaccine. That's why we have to shut down New York again. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, we got to hit that. And one of the most unusual stories to ever cross our eyeballs, an acknowledgement that a multivitamin might reduce the potential for cognitive decline. Uh, Yeah, don't hold your breath on this one. There's probably more to it, but we'll get to it. And uh, that's why we're here, breaking down the news in a different way and providing healing options that you didn't know existed or maybe modifications of some that you sort of know about, uh, including a pericarditis question. We got that coming up. So stick around, share the show. robertscatbell.com slash listen for all of the chat room availability and fun and frivolity. (laughs) How about that? All right, Super Don, let's get the show started.
1: Robert Scott, Robert Scott
0: You ever tried to live in the future? No, I, I'm serious. Like you've got so much going on that your focal point, your focus is tomorrow, or the next day or the next month. You're just, I got a plan for that. I got that. The, the trip there. Uh. Now my wife will have to message me on this, but there used to be, uh, in the network spinal analysis and chiropractic, they used to talk about living in the future and it was associated with one particular vertebra or vertebrae out of alignment. You know, they detect that and you're like, oh, you're living in the future. I feel like all morning I had to do that just to, and, and yet be present too, because there's stuff going on. The washing machine goes motherboard. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, oh, really? And then yet all of the trips coming up October, I'm not going to be home much. It's going to be uh, a wild and woolly and crazy and, and wonderful uh, time to, to, you know, travel around starting September, starting next week with the, uh, uh national health freedom, uh, Congress. And I just, you know, I'm just, as I'm going to air, I'm getting a message from Jonathan Landsman, who's so awesome. I love him. He's amazing. And he, apparently he says he'll be with me on October 5th when I do a live broadcast, likely from the, the Chamberlains at East Colonial in Orlando, because I'll be in Orlando all that week. The fourth, I'll, I'll do the uh, Lake Mary store, a uh, public event, and the fifth, a public event at the East Colonial store. And then we move into uh, Dr. Terry and Stu Warner, uh, their big event, the Wellness Parenting Revolution, and then some. Uh, at the Hyatt uh, in Orlando somewhere. So there's a lot coming up that I'm just trying to wrap my head around Super Don. So if I if I forget what day it is, or that I, it is even today, uh, I'm just letting you right now know I'm living in various time. I don't know if it's a multiverse or something. Okay. (laughs) Well, just
1: for your benefit, there, I just I just put the overlay on the screen so you can remember what the Mm. the date is today. Okay. And that uh, this is the Robert Scott Bell Show.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: Yes. I should put your name on there so you know that you're Robert Scott Bell. But I, RSB, I see my initials. That'll do. okay. I'll be okay. All right. Uh, All right. It's September
0: fourteenth. For those of you listening and watching live, Uh, later on the podcast, the information is usually still pretty good. Doesn't really expire unless they're, you know, acknowledge that there are certain dated events that may expire, but the information surrounding them and all of that still very valid even after the fact. And so uh, keep uh, plugging into the newsletter. If you haven't texted RSB to 22828, uh, you're not in, you're not plugged in. And we got great poll questions of the day from Superdon and a lot of great articles. In fact, Superdon, if you notice this morning, we talked earlier, my wife comes down and says, Hey, are you covering that article? I'm like, what article? <laughs> it's in your newsletter. Like, oh. I haven't even gotten a chance to open it yet. SuperDoc's so far ahead <laughs> of the game. I'm like, which one is it? Well, it's something we're going to cover with Ty Bollinger. He's back today, SuperD. And it, it's the one about the lawsuits against hospitals that have uh, initiated the remdesivir protocols without informed consent, you know, resulting in death, resulting in death. And that's not just three hospitals, but hundreds and hundreds of hospitals that have done that. Mm-hmm. And they should all be held to account for that. So that's coming up. But it'll be fun to have Ty Bollinger back on the show. It's been a while. He's been
1: busy. It will. It's We've been busy. at least a month.
0: Yeah. So we'll see if we recognize him in the, in the second hour of the show. Shall we? Yeah. Let's. We
1: Let's. All right.
0: So first story of the day, and I'm going to try to be uh, somewhat reserved in how I utilize. I don't know if epithets is the right word, but, but words that I don't usually say on the live broadcast, because I know there are kids in the audience. And I love it that families can listen and feel good about listening. And, and yes, if there's ever a topic that we think you you, got, you might want to have discretion for, I'd let you know. This one is not that except for the way I feel about it. The, you know, the words that want to come flying out of my mouth about it. The headline reads, and this is from a, a website called Contagion Live. Is this, I mean, is this is a science fiction site? No, apparently it's a real site, Contagion Live. The headline reads, CDC. The United States is a country with circulating vaccine-derived polio. Now, in, in any sane, let's say, response to a headline like that, you'd say, "Hmm, all right." You see the word polio, which is supposed to strike terror in the heart of anybody that's been alive long enough to remember the propaganda of, uh, you know, uh, lung machines, you know, the iron lungs, and these these things were uh, were were pushed to the the hill to, to basically, basically, how would you, I mean, just drive it into your DNA, the whole history and belief and the fear of, of what they call polio. It's like, oh my gosh, the mere exposure or whatever they say it is, is going to cause you to go into an iron lung and become paralyzed and die. Is that the truth? Is it a fact? No, far from it. But let's set aside just the word polio for the moment in this headline and look at the hyphenated two words before it vaccine-derived, vaccine-derived. Now, what would you, a sane, rational, critically-thinking human being, think when you see, oh, my gosh, vaccine-derived polio is in the United States? Would not your response be, and maybe I should check with Superdon because he's very critically-thinking kind of guy, got his cognitive skills (laughs) intact. Wouldn't your first thought to be, shouldn't we stop the vaccine it's the yeah, polio. Well, first, der- first,
1: it would be like, wait a minute, vaccine derived, vaccine derived. Yeah, that means it came from the vaccine. So, yeah. so right? W- why do we have vaccine derived polio? Yes, yes. Where, where's the vaccine coming from? Who, who got <laughs> what? Where is? <laughs> okay, so you know what
0: vaccine derived means. You go. Okay, it's come from the vaccine. Now, yes. shouldn't the first thing be, hey, put a stop to the vaccine? And all the vaccines that are deriving, if you will, <laughs> from which the polio is derived, that would be to me a sane, rational, logical response. Oh, it's a vaccine derived for polio. Let's let's see. Hey, what's going on with the vaccine? Oh, the vaccine spreading it. Okay, stop it. You know, let's say that this was a uh, dietary supplement derived polio in the United States. <laughs> what would we be doing right now? National hearings, the front page of every news story, 24-hour news network, Dick Durbin calling for the banning of whatever dietary supplement, Fracks all of them because, it, hey, if it's a dietary, they're all the same, right, uh, Durbin. Uh, yet you have the audacity to acknowledge, which is great that you did, it's a vaccine-derived form of polio, and yet nobody's calling for, hey, maybe we should stop this, this shot. I'm In going fact. to
1: guess. Yeah. I'm going to guess that if you if you brought that up with say uh, you know like I don't know Rochelle Walensky yes. from the CDC, right? She'd probably say something like, "Well, we can't do that because if if we stop stop vaccinating, you know, somebody might get polio."
0: Hmm. Yet the only cases of polio being reported are from <laughs> vaccine derived polio. Now this is also going back to the history of the polio vaccines acknowledged and admitted by the world health organization and other agencies around the world that the only cases after its supposed eradication were guess what vaccine derived cases of polio. In other words, the vaccine itself was responsible for facilitating the ongoing paralysis manifestation. Now this is me acknowledging something that they've acknowledged. So this shouldn't even be controversial. It's not Robert Scott Bell said it's about these organizations, acknowledging the facts that these paralytic events are being at least contributed to, if not directly related to the injections or the strain specific to the injections that they call polio, polio, polio vaccines. Now they're reporting on a single case, apparently in an unvaccinated 20 year old man who they say contracted the virus. Okay. You're like, well, is it a wild thing that they found in the sewage system? Well, well what they're finding in the sewage system is also what? What? the vaccine-derived strain, so to speak. The person is said to have suffered paralysis. No other information is available. So we don't even know if this is a real person and, and if it really was caused by somebody who had recently been injected for uh, so-called the polio vaccine, with the polio vaccine. And, you know, I'm I'm really stretching this to even, every time I say polio something, I get annoyed because the whole history of polio and its supposed causation by one virus is fraught with disinformation and misinformation, not by me, not by our friends in media, but in the mainstream media and the government circles and the NIH, all of these places that claim, yep, we've isolated the virus. This is what causes paralysis. Now, here we come to the history of, of our good friend, dearly departed friend, Liam Sheff. And his he you know, wrote a chapter on this in official stories and we, we used to be on the air and he would say yeah polio polio virus the virus that causes polio and paralysis and everybody who encounters it except for 99.995 percent of the people that encounter it it's like then you go wait a second you're telling me they found a virus that causes paralysis and everybody who's exposed to it except for 99.95 percent of the people who are exposed to it yeah that's right so you're saying that Almost 100% of the people that are exposed to the polio thing don't get polio or the paralysis. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Some of them might have a mild sniffle or a cold. But yes, this is the virus that causes paralysis, except in 99.5. You yeah. know, you follow me here? How absurd, how ludicrous, how ridiculous the claim is. Much like the claim that HIV is the retrovirus that causes destruction of the immune system in everybody who encounters it. And then you come to find out that that isn't true either. They don't even have a test for it, but on and on it goes, the lies, the deceptions, the beliefs, the narratives about viral causation of disease. Now, I'm not even getting into the controversy of isolation, even though the idea that one polio virus was isolated and then made into a synthetic form for re-delivery or re-injection via, or it used to be oral polio uh, drops that were causing so many problems that even socks said I would not give it to my children. Sock, the guy that developed it, then you got the Sabin version and all of these things. We begin, hopefully, if you're not, well, you might be late to the party, but welcome. If you're just joining us, the entirety of the history of the vaccine construct is fraught with deception, lies, wishful thinking narratives that aren't actually true but they want you to believe they're true and they pound them into you by altering history by propagandizing you, you know oh well, remember the iron love but what about polio well what about smallpox and then you start looking into it and you go oh well that story falls apart doesn't it polio poliomyelitis the virus that causes paralysis and death in everybody that encounters it except for 99.95 whatever you follow me here Even if it's 99.5%, then you go, well, what happened to the half percent? Yeah, that's the great question. That's the right question. Now you're asking the right question. What is it about the general state of health or lack thereof of those people? What other comorbidities? What other toxicological exposures do they have? Oh, how about DDT? Or how about in a modern context, glyphosate or other pesticides or other heavy metals? in the presence of fifth-generation wireless technology triggers and or injections of the vaccine variety, whether it be mRNA in the new sense or the older technologies. Supposedly antigens, live, attenuated, dead. Viruses aren't ever alive, but viable for replication. So this story annoys me, and and I've been good. I haven't dropped one F-bomb yet. I'm not planning on it, but I have, to f- I have the feeling when I see it, I'm like, oh, for you-know-what's sake. It's it just, really, this continues. They say this is the first case here since 2013. The last case here was 1979. And it basically acknowledged that it is derived from the vaccine, that it is not so-called a wild strain, even though I don't think if they, they actually know a wild strain if it bit them on the aspirin. But they're finding it everywhere in wastewater because, again, you inject people with this stuff, maybe you can find it. And I'm not going into the controversies of isolation fully at this point, but let's just uh, go back and read official stories and realize how unscientific it was to say we've isolated the polio virus after scraping a bunch of debris, including fecal material, and injecting that into the brains of monkeys. No, I'm not kidding. A bunch of unknown debris. All kinds of crap, literally and figuratively, and injecting it into the brains of monkeys and finding out, oh my gosh, Lombo, look, the monkeys we injected with crap in their brains are now paralyzed. We now have, we've definitely isolated the polio virus. Let's pull it out of their brains. What are you pulling out of their brains? Well, the debris and crap we uh, b- b- injected into them. Which part of the debris and crap was the thing that did it? Or is it the whole thing? Is it one thing or is it everything? Inject any living being with fecal material and much less under no debris into their brains. If they if they are paralyzed, you'll be surprised. And from there, they derive and say, hey, we've isolated. This is the this is what parades as virology, immunology, vaccinology. And it's embarrassing. And I'm embarrassed for PhDs and MDs that still believe that they actually have one virus that causes one thing. In this case, polio. And they acknowledge it here. It's vaccine-derived, and who in government is calling for the cessation of the polio vaccination campaign because the only cases of paralysis are occurring from their own admission, the specific form that they say comes or is derived from the vaccination. And yet you've got numb nuts in the CDC still, working with the WHO, working with the Pan American Health Organization, And they can't seem to get out of their own way to see what this is. Instead, they insist, they double down. Jose Romero, MD, director of CDC's National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases, said this. Polio vaccination is the safest and best way to fight this debilitating disease. And it is imperative that people in these communities who are unvaccinated get up to date on the polio vaccine right away. Because of what they're bringing into the environment in the shot. He further says, we cannot emphasize enough that polio is a dangerous disease for which there is no cure. Now, this is a lie, an abject lie that's accepted. Nobody calls this guy out on it and says, you're a moron. Polio is DDT, going back in the history of polio, manifest as a neurotoxic killing agent. And beyond that, of course, we can add a lot of other toxic uh, pollutants of the 20th century into the mix. Uh chlorinated pools, destroying the microbiome, external and internal. The advent of refrigeration and freezing to the point where people were starting to eat lots of like ice creams, kids, sugar, depleting the immune system. And it's not one thing, it's all the things, although DDT can be pointed to as a primary cause of what they call the paralysis that they wanted to blame on a virus. Why? Because that means there is no accountability for the manufacturer or manufacturers of toxic poisons that do indeed cause paralysis, displaced minerals, et cetera. We talk about glyphosate, the active ingredient roundup, how many millions of people may be suffering from various forms of cancer because of that. And Monsanto now bear is like going, we're not settling with anybody. We're going to fight, 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 even though they've, They've been tagged for uh, awards that they're supposed to pay for people that they do acknowledge in the court system. Yeah, their cancers, their lymphomas have been caused by exposure to glyphosate. All right, Super D, for a clarification on anything that I've covered so far on the CDC's uh, moronic stance and these other people's moronic stance and or going back, if you remember the many discussions we had with Liam about polio, how absurd it is to scrape a bunch of crap and inject it in the brains of monkeys and go, oh, look, it paralyzed and we found polio. Right. This is this is the level of scientific integrity that they have to make those proclamations. It's just embarrassing.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, um I hadn't really heard much about polio for a long time. Uh, yeah. just because I, I follow the news pretty closely, mm-hmm. you would see occasionally these outbreaks in other countries, African countries and stuff like that where uh or you know, Middle Eastern outbreaks countries paralysis. where they were giving the kids, and you've seen the pictures, Mm -hmm. right? The kids where they they grab the kid's head and they tip it back and they're they're squirting the the oral polio vaccine, and they were finding that uh, these outbreaks of polio were coming from the vaccine. Correct. How in the heck did it get here? I don't know. Yeah. What they're doing is they're finding it in the sewage. So one would have to, I I guess what, the the assumption is that if it's Mm. in the sewage, that means that people who have polio are peeing it out Right. And it's ending up in the sewage, or defecating or assuming, it out,
0: dude, defecating.
1: Or either way, but that, yeah, you know, all right, that, that, D, that me, means me then you. that there are people with quote vaccine-derived polio all that right. just don't realize it. So let's let's do an experiment. We're not. This is not really an experiment, but let's do an experiment.
0: Let's take the debris from the sewage system, put it in a syringe. And then we'll, first we'll validate, is, is this polio virus that they claim is there? It's there. Okay, then we'll find a sewage system that has no evidence of that so-called polio virus there, vaccine-derived. And let's do an experiment and take that material or those materials, put it in a syringe, just like they did at the beginning when they figured out they isolated, and let's inject that into monkey brains and see who doesn't get paralyzed. And they're like, whoa, isn't this weird? The sewage system that had no evidence of this polio virus in it, we inject that in the brains of monkeys, and they got paralyzed too. Oh, my gosh, back to the drawing board. Maybe there was polio. It was a different version we didn't detect. No, you injected crap into the brains of living beings and are surprised that paralysis happens.
1: Is that something they would do? I mean, you're referring to something that was done yeah, years ago, right? early on the
0: description of how they supposedly right. derived So here's my polio. question.
1: When they test somebody for polio, please tell me they're not doing PCR. Hmm. Is it a different kind of test?
0: So you can say, hey, how are they analyzing the sewage system of New York to determine that this is there? Go ahead. Look it up. Somebody dig it up. Tell us what they're using to isolate or determine that there is this so-called vaccine-derived polio virus in the sewage system. Now, what isn't in the sewage system? And again, Super Don, you would not be surprised even if we confirmed that whatever test they were using said, hey, in this sewage system in uh, Pomona, Arkansas. I made that up. Wherever. Pomona, Arkansas? I just made that up, all right? Or Pomona, California. I think that exists. But yeah, they went there and they said, hey, there's no evidence of it here. Let's inject that into the brains of monkeys. Oh my gosh, they're paralyzed too. Uh, it's so stupid. I'm sorry. This is like, uh, if I had hair to pull out, I'd pull it out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> which, which leads me, by the way, to the article from Brownstone. I want to leapfrog over and we'll come back to the other articles um, it's it headlined fiat money and the COVID regime regime actually existing postmodernism. Now, this is a very heady, everything that they do over at Brownstone is very, it's mental. It's like, you really got to dig deep. They're long articles. They're very in depth and they're, they're very well written, well thought out. And this, uh, Michael Esfeld wrote a great article, but again, I don't want you to hurt your head reading it. I mean, even for me, I mean, some of you think eh, I might yeah, be yeah, a little you're going
1: to dumb it down for all the rest of us.
0: It's not that it's like, you, you, it's not, these are not okay, easy to Okay, dumb it down
1: for me then. All right. Well, I, I
0: sent you some, uh, clips or quotes, I guess, from this article and I'm going to see which one, if this is the uh, social, if I can find, uh, you know what I wanted to do? And I don't know if it's one of those uh, statements, but look, basically what I want to tie into this article at a certain point it does is the, let's say the polio thing we just covered. The perpetual states of emergency. The power grabs, the the totalitarian realities of even American governance, whether it be at the federal level or the state level. We we'll look at New York or California, or in this case, New York, because they said we found this polio case in New York. Now the state of emergency must continue. So they they transition from one state of emergency to another. Now I don't know that they're ever getting rid of the COVID emergency because that means no COVID jabs would be allowed, besides Comirnaty and Spike vax, and until they are granted uh, uh, by the ACIP CDC committee onto the childhood recommended schedule. Um, they're not going to make their shots available. They will not make those shots available in the United States anywhere because they will be liable for injuries and deaths. And until that's absolved, they will not make them available despite whatever the Coast Guard, the Navy, the Army, the Air Force, Marines, they say, oh yeah, it's, it's here, the approved version is here. They're lying to you, absolutely lying. So the point is though, one emergency to the next. We are at that state. We can go back to 1933 and the declared emergency, the banking emergency, all of that associated with the fact that we were going to remove gold from the money supply. And this goes into the fiat system. You know, under FDR, the bankruptcy, they said, now turn in your gold. And then Bretton Woods Agreement, this is what, 1960s, early 70s. And then uh, Nixon says, 1971, we got to shut down the gold window because everybody wants their gold back. And then it it was cut from a $20, you know, one ounce of gold was considered $20. It was a face value of $20 then it went to you know approximately $35. They said 35 to 1 and Bretton Woods it broke down. They said, "You know what, we're going to discard anybody that thinks they can take that those those Federal Reserve notes we call dollars and turn them into the banks and get any gold at all. Forget it. Nixon said no way, no how. Now we're going to go to the petrodollar, etc." And and then you know then it's completely uncoupled from anything that has limitation. And that fiat system has led to of course the welfare warfare state. Warfare is welfare to the military industrial complex and so you know in this transition phase from covid to what's next they will desperately try to find what they find Monkeypox didn't go over so well people weren't afraid of it polio oh yeah but what about polio maybe enough people are afraid of that but they admit it's vaccine derived so it's an artificial induction of so-called polio based on crappy science as well no pun intended but you know it's crap and so they transition from one emergency to the next, and it always is now a perpetual state of a medical emergency. Because admittedly, most Americans gave up on bodily autonomy and said, you know what, doctors, you're smarter than we are, you do it. And of course, they are owned and controlled by the pharmaceutical industrial complex, which is not necessarily smart, except it's maybe Machiavellian in its uh, uh, practices in business. We're going to wipe out all competition by fiat, by mandate, we're going to create a monopoly. And then anybody claims to have a solution for COVID or for polio or for cancer outside of the FDA approved, I get the, the, emperor, the pharmaceutical emperor approved the president, whatever the executive branch, the oligarchy outside of that, nothing's allowed. And we can stomp on your freedom of speech. We can stomp on your freedom to know stuff. We can stomp on your freedom to use stuff, especially if you try to enter into commerce and say, Hey, I've got a great idea and innovation in the free market. This solves One major big problem of quote-unquote disease. Oh, no, you can't do that, even if it works, or maybe especially if it works, because it will wipe out the industry that has bought and curried favor to the extent that you can't tell where our government ends and the pharmaceutical cult begins. It's so embedded. And this is true of most every Democrat and most, I don't know if it's most every, but certainly a low percentage of, I'd say even majority of Republicans have just basically turned over, nope, the medical experts, it's not our thing, and they keep lying to you, and those that are not lying, they just are true believers, they're cultists. The doctors and the nurses promoting this agenda of vaccinate everything that moves, breathes, lives, has an emotion, a thought, and now, of course, not vaccination, but mRNA them. So uh, in this article, let me see, um, in this postmodern, yeah, go ahead and put up that first quote I sent you. In the postmodern regime, The state grants freedom as a privilege for conformity. This is an interesting thing, isn't it? Think about this. We live in the freest country on the face of the earth, do we? Yet this postmodern regime in America has said, you know what? If you want your freedom to what? To travel, to be able to work, to be able to go to school, name all the things, to have access to your bank account. You know what? We will allow you to have that freedom as long as you conform. What is the conformity today? It's, hey, get your jab wear your mask distance based on no scientific validation what well, it doesn't matter it's now I can I can be how would we say virtue signal you I'm wearing my mask I'm distancing and I will call you out when you're not and you know then we we devolve into a herd of not the I don't want to give animals a bad name but we devolve into a herd of animals these human species go we become en- enraged in, in in our mass psychosis. You want to call it formation or whatever. Postmodern regime, that's what we're talking about. So wearing masks, this is the next quote up from there, publicly revealing one's vaccination status by presenting a health pass in more or less any social interaction, et cetera, have by now acquired the status of symbols of a religious cult. So your friends, your family that you thought were sort of into freedom, sort of believed in your choice, my body, my choice, are clearly... Part of a cult and they need to be deprogrammed. They may not want to be deprogrammed, but ultimately, if they want to live, they're going to have to be deprogrammed because if they don't get deprogrammed, they're going to follow the mRNA trail to their demise. And there are already many people who have gotten one shot and decided no more. We don't know what the risks are in reality moving forward as we try to help them or any of the people that have got shots and boosters that wake up at whatever point. Whether we can or cannot, that's individual but we're not giving up. You know, if you come on over where the water is not filled with MRNA or s- synthetic polio viruses, we're going to welcome you. I'm going to welcome you and we're going to try and help you. And so we're living in that postmodern world where freedom is doled out as privileges based on your conformity. You got to wear that mask. You got to get that shot. And the U S government will talk about this later. The DOJ is appealing biden administration appealing to say i still want to be able to mandate government workers to have to get the covid jabs despite the fact that even the cdc acknowledges they lied about it it doesn't work it doesn't stop transmission or whatever it is it doesn't stop manifestation of whatever it is on and on it goes and yet we're still going to do that no it's about conformity can the federal government force you into a conformity or a loss of a job an ability to care for your body, your life, your, 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 your family, put a roof over your head, transport to eat, to, to get food. And they're rapidly destroying that with the fiat money system as they print more out of thin air based on no restriction or limitation. And to throw that debt on your who's coming next, who's coming next, who's coming next, because you unknowingly unconsciously, perhaps unwittingly, Allowed the government or so-called government, the bankers behind the government, to number your children like cattle so that they would be collateral for a debt that they have no intention of repaying. They'll just keep printing more to so-called pay for it, but it never gets paid for because the debt gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The artificial creations of the state here, and this is not the state. This is the bankers behind the state. The Federal Reserve, not federal, has no reserves the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund and all of the fiat systems around the world tied together. Next step, special drawing rights, SDRs. We've talked about that a little bit. To indebt everybody to a global system of indebtedness, of slavery. Remember, you will own nothing and you'll like it. We'll care for you as long as you conform. Then we'll grant you privileges that we'll call rights. And you'll go, oh, isn't that great? Because I can't afford anything anyway. It'd be wonderful if the government would just give me a place to live. And allow me to get on a, you know, I don't know, a mass transportation system because I can't own a car because there's no way I can afford the electric ones. And the electric ones can't be recharged because the grid can't support charging all of those cars. They don't intend to replace automobiles with electric automobiles, the, the gas burn. They don't. They intend that nobody can afford them so that everybody's cattle card into boxcars to go to and from whatever jobs, menial or whatever, to produce for the uber wealthy, the elitists the lizard people, all of their shoes and clothes and food that they'll be eating, much like the Hunger Games imagined it. Yeah, I know it's it's a nasty view, but it is clear to all who have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, the heart that is open to the spirit to fill you with knowledge, knowingness, and wisdom to see this is what's been going on for a long time. They are accelerating their plans, and they're going to starve you out unless you plan accordingly, starve you into compliance. You want the food we're going to dole out to you? Yeah, it's bug paste, but we'll give it to you. You're hungry enough. You'll eat it. And they'll blame what? They'll blame Russia. They'll blame Putin. They'll blame China. They'll, whatever they can blame. Never take a responsibility for the behavior of those, both Democrat and Republican in the United States of America, for not calling out the Federal Reserve and abolishing it, or at the very least demanding freedom in competition of currency so that people realize they don't have to use those things. They can keep the wealth local. They can keep it recirculating locally and stop relying on the external sources that want to enslave us, capture us and enslave us without even firing a shot through indebtedness. China buying up everything with our debt, so to speak. They're happy to use it as long as they can. Fiat money. Telling you folks, this is not something that is unknown. Many of you here probably already know it. Those of you who are new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, this is why this show is so hard to contain and constrain, even though it's primarily about health, freedom, and healing liberty, but without the unhyphenated freedom, just freedom itself, and recognizing from where that is derived, also from where it is curtailed, again, the monetary system big time, enslavement, debt, debt, and and slavery, they're two sides of the same coin. That we are having to confront a comfort- uncomfortable reality, which I had to confront 30 years ago when I started to see this and go, am I going to be part of the problem? Or am I going to stop in some way, shape or form contributing to it to the best, greatest about, amount of my ability that I have? Recognizing I am not, I don't have delusions of grandeur thinking I can change the system. That's not what I'm saying here. But each and every one of you, by doing something differently, you can make the system dry up. <laughs> Yes, that's right. You stop feeding it like cancer, it no longer has the ability to grow. And it has to retreat simply because you're no longer the source, energy source, the copper top for its continued existence and domination that grows and grows with each successive generation. It's not a deus ex machina. It's not a political savior, a Trump or whatever that's going to save you or me or any of us. It's our changing our belief system. And according to those beliefs that change, changing our behavior and no longer playing nice with those who are enslaving us to debt. That can never mathematically be repaid. All right, let me take a pause here. This is a long opening on a very serious topic or topics, and they are related. And as I've said, modern medicine, the medical allopathic system, the germ theory, are the things that are use, being used right now to beat us into submission. And the question is, are you going to comply any longer? I can't answer it for you, but I hope you'll consider no longer participating because your your kids, your grandkids, your, your progeny will look back and say, thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Thank you, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle for ste- stepping up, speaking up and doing different, doing better because you knew better instead of, complying yourself into oblivion. The power to heal is yours. The power to make better decisions is yours. The freedom to make different choices is yours. And I know there are times where you say, well, I have no choice. I have no choice. I have no choice. That's the program that they've embedded into you. That's what they want you to believe. You always have a choice. You might not like the choice or choices you have, but you do have the choice. And, Thanks, Neil Pert. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. All right, there you go, Super D. A little rush for you while we uh, transition into saying thanks to those who make this show go, including you. Are you muted? Because there's no, no sound coming out of you. Sorry. How do you forget to mute
1: yourself? Oh, unmute yourself. This is another button. <laughs> another button. Did
0: I push that button for you today?
1: That's just so you don't hear me breathing while you're doing the monologue. No, right
0: I now. have to imagine that people are really upset with me today with this information because people are you bummed so? to hear this stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, you think about it. This is not like the airy-fairy, happy, uplifting message. It is uh, a message of cold, stark, here's the cold water I'm throwing on you if, if it hasn't already been thrown on you. Well, And, 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 and it's not and so done to disempower you. We've identified anybody. the
1: problem. What's the solution? Yeah. yeah. Well, live in La Vida local. <laughs> yes <laughs> local going local
0: uncoupling from our vulnerabilities where are we vulnerable food production the ability to work without a shot or a jab the bank accounts the banking system that suddenly they look at your social credit scores and they go "Oh, you have no access to the money that you, you think you're you're working for we've got to begin if it's not too late already to set up those parallel realities the multiverse is here right now in everything that you do. It's not about waiting for it to change, waiting for the right guy or gal to get in office. It's about changing and transforming the way you live right now. Every little bit helps. Every little bit matters. But it's, it's again, it's too daunting until you're too hungry. And then you're like, well, why didn't I do it when I still had some food, access to my food? Knowing what's coming down, knowing what they're doing.
1: They're not hiding it. Not anymore, they aren't. No, they're not anymore. No, you're right. No. They don't need to. Yeah. Most people just don't even they don't even recognize stuff when it's right in front of their face. You know, the thing that that makes me laugh is, you know, for the longest time, just, just using it as an example. Yeah. Uh God, you know, we'd see movies about aliens and flying saucers and UFOs and all this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago. They came out on the news and verified the fact that there's UFOs and hey, where was the the, the people writing, you know, panicking in the streets? Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. They're like, ah, okay, UFOs. How did we get to this place? You go D? Trump or I hate Biden. I mean, how that, you we, know, how, it's how, this, how did we get to this place? Just exhausted, UFOs. Sheer exhaustion, sheer sheer confusion. Orson, wasn't it Orson Welles? You know, like like uh, War of the, Worlds. the The, the, the yeah. War of the Worlds, and people were like committing suicide and jumping out their window and stuff like that because they they heard on the radio that, that we were being invaded by aliens and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And now, today, you know, we got videos from the Navy and the military showing unidentified flying objects flying around and flying into the ocean and all that kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Nobody's fazed by it. That's uh, just weird to me.
0: Have we been uh, basically riddled into passivity? Because remember, Ritalin, PMP, methylphenidate is about destroying the nerve firing brain cells that are happening in kids that have excitotoxins c- circulating in their system. We'll just shut it down by overstimulating. It'll just <clears throat> so. Is that what's happened here? We were know. all on Ritalin. I don't know. It's Calm weird, down. Some
1: weird times. Weird times run. Yeah.
0: But the point is, is, is you don't have to wait. And I know a lot of people still are waiting. Wait, 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 wait till the midterms. If they even happen, wait, wait, wait. And what do you do by waiting?
1: That you get is done. That, you, the people have got Sean Hannity syndrome. Yeah.
0: The, the most important election of your lifetime now, now, and look, you can make arguments that each election is important. At the same time, it wouldn't be so important if people stopped feeding the beast. As I said, how will we know when we've won? If I can say that, when? I mean, what is winning? Well, when we really don't care who's the president because they have little or no impact on our lives because they are constrained by a constitution that says, you know what? These are your your, uh, duties, responsibilities. This is all we've allowed you to do. Same with the legislative branch and the judiciary. But we're so far beyond that. We're into empire. We're into empire, not just external empire beyond the U.S. borders, but empire domestically. We, we obviously love the government meddling in our lives, clearly, because we got it everywhere. And they go, you know, they hired what more internal revenue agents. Are they going after billionaires? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> load a load of the same crap they injected into monkey brains to find paralysis causing. Well, it's polio. What is it? Oh, it's a bunch of crap. But we said it's one thing. And now it's coming only from the vaccine itself. All right, hey, say thanks to our friends at OrangeGuard.com for stepping up for this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. You want to clean the environment? You don't need the EPA. You need to stop spraying glyphosate everywhere or other pesticides and go with the limonene, the distillate from the orange peel. And when you get this bottle from OrangeGuard.com or your local Ace Hardware or uh, Whole Foods, take a picture, send it into Super Don with it, and we're going to do a giveaway soon. Look at the, you want to be part of this collage. I know it. This is awesome. Send it in to askrsb at gmail.com, askrsb at gmail.com. And thank you to orangeguard.com for their support of this message. And I'm not saying that Tor agrees with everything I say. I don't know. But he's a good guy and cares about the the environment. And he's done something that didn't rely on government or anything like that. He just said, you know what? This is something I'm going to do to make available to people. And that's awesome. That's the innovation that still exists despite it all. And also, if you need a little bit extra, and I don't blame you after what I've been talking about today on the air, a little bit of CBD, <laughs> you know, try the organic variety we get. In the, it's grown in the U.S. that Nutritional Frontiers has available for us at cbdnf.com. rsb 15 gets you the discount. rsb 15 gets you the discount code. And uh, you can send in a picture if you get, for the first time, become part of their family. They'll send you a bunch of samples in the U.S. if you're in the U.S. Because you mentioned the Robert Scott Bell show and you take a picture with the samples, send it into Superdon, and we'll eventually do another giveaway there too ask RSB at gmail.com. You see the picture. And up don't
1: there. forget yeah. the sale that we've got this yeah. This month, the September focus, mm-hmm. where you can get the fifteen uh, percent off there too as well. Yeah,
0: RSB fifteen off the discount that they already have. How about um did I send you that image today about a UTI cleanse, a urinary tract cleanse? Because I've been hearing a lot of people suffering with urinary tract issues lately. I don't know what's going on out there, but the kidneys are getting hammered, apparently. So, yeah, go full screen on that. There's something called the UT Cleanse. I thought it was out of of stock, but maybe it was a new formula. They've got an improved formula, UT Cleanse with Cranmax in it, and this is from Nutritional Frontiers. And you can get uh, 15% off with the RSB 15 code as well. So there you go. If you're having urinary tract issues, consider the UT cleanse from Nutritional Frontiers, nutritionalfrontiers.com. Hmm. All right. Is everybody, anybody still here? Does anybody want to carry on? I've got a lot more to talk about today.
1: we got Ty Bolander serious, coming up in our serious, two. serious day today.
0: <sighs> you know what? This is the weirdest thing. CNN Health is reporting a study. And in this study, they find a potential link between daily multivitamin use and improve cognition in older adults. Can you check hmm. the temperature in hell?
1: Superdome, <laughs> are you able to go? you have a, a line down there? I, I, you know, I don't have uh, hell on speed dial. I no, should, thankfully I guess, not. But,
0: but yeah. it's one of those things where you're like, what, what kind of weirdness is going on here? <laughs> and uh, the researcher, this guy, uh, Laura, or gal, Laura Baker, an author of the study, professor of gerontology and geriatric medicine at Wake Forest in Carolina, said I have to use the word shock. They, they weren't just uh, surprised, they were shocked. Shocked, I say, that a dietary supplement, a mineral supplement, multivitamin supplement, worked against placebo, worked against something called cocoa extract of some kind, I guess. So this was a double-blinded study over, I don't know, was it a two-year study? Significant amount of time. They said they initially really believed that the cocoa extract was going to have some benefits for cognition based on prior reports of cardiovascular benefit. So they were waiting for the big reveal in their data analysis. And it wasn't cocoa extract that benefited cognition, but it was the multivitamin, according to this study. Say, we are excited because our findings have uncovered a new avenue for investigation for a simple, accessible, safe, and expensive intervention that could have the potential to provide a layer of protection against cognitive decline. Now, this is, this is a tough one for me because I've got to acknowledge the findings, at least in my overview. And I, I didn't go through it with a fine tooth comb. That's it. Fine tooth comb. Uh, to To see if there were any, uh, let's say, corruption of data. But this is this is one that doesn't make sense. If you're, you know, if you're going to cheat on something, you don't want the end result to be that a dietary supplement had anything to do with a benefit in preventing something like Alzheimer's or cognitive decline. That's a that's a no no as far as funding studies. So I still I'm suspicious about the findings, but I'll acknowledge that they promoted it. It's in the Alzheimer's and Dementia, uh, the Journal of the Alzheimer's Association. And I'm going to go and open up. I don't know if you've done this yet, Super D, but you can actually click on the hyperlink and you can read the full article and it gives you access to it. And I was most curious about the, the form of the dietary supplement that it was because I was concerned because most of the times they use crap supplements, synthetic supplements. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case here. And and truly it, it is it is the case here. They used Centrum. Centrum silver, cold tar, garbage supplement made by Pfizer initially. And now something, I don't know if it's Orion or something else, some other, um, manufacturer of this thing. And yet, despite that, despite it not being what we would perceive as optimal nutrient supplementation, at least in this study, it showed it had a statistically significant effect in reducing, um, the reduction of levels of cognitive decline. In other words, I don't know if I said and, that.
1: And right. they're they're celebrating this. Did you, see, you yeah. notice that in here? It's kind of weird. It's like the, uh, there's this Baker lady, um, mm-hmm. was one of the authors of the study. Yeah. She says, we are excited because our findings have uncovered a new avenue for investigation. Yeah. And I'm reading this and I'm going, a new avenue? hmm When did this become new? The <sighs> idea of, 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 Vitamins supplementation yeah. could help with something. That's a new avenue. They're acting like they just invented electricity or something. They well, just discovered uh, gravity. Or to your or the- to your
0: point, Super D, there's a, a statement right in the article. It's well known that those with cardiovascular risk factors could have lower levels of in their blood of vitamins and minerals.
1: Okay, wait a minute. So it's <laughs> right. So it's Indeed. we know yeah. that a lack of these vitamins mm-hmm. can cause this problem, but yeah. whoa, we are so amazed that we've discovered Shock. that if you if you give them the vitamins, it it does the opposite.
0: And and this isn't even the optimal form. So what what can we say again about the dietary supplement industry? It,
1: yeah, imagine if they were using whole food, uh, you know, sources mm-hmm. of these vitamins
0: mm-hmm. versus Centrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like you said it's one of those strange things we had to cover it we have to cover it so we are uh, let's see the DOJ Department of uh, No Justice DLNJ I shall say has uh, basically you know told the appeals court please uphold the federal employee vaccine mandate I mentioned this earlier um, this is Reuters is reporting this and I'm thinking on what basis are they wanting the mandate to be upheld is, is COVID going bonkers and crazy? No, they acknowledge that. Are the shots capable of stopping the transmission and or manifestation of COVID? No. And even their claims that it causes you know, the ability to have a milder version of it are specious at best. So what's the argument? You know, they're saying, well, Biden is CEO of the federal workforce, right? <laughs> He's executive, the head executive of the of the executive branch, so that all of those that work in the executive branch are under his dictate. And he could just basically say, you have to have a medical intervention and bypass the doctor-patient relationship. Of course, because it's totalitarianism dictatorship. Scarborough in this you know this, this case admitted that preventing transmission is not an issue. It's not the thing, it's not the main goal of the mandate, because breakthrough infections and in vaccinated are common but the interest is in avoiding disruptions caused by illness so is that the new level of
1: whatever we can Ah, mandate ah, that's a bunch of bs yeah is what that is
0: what about all the people that are injured or killed by the jab that are disrupting the workplace or force i would
1: say this is more about the fact that they tried to create a mandate Mm -hmm. and they got denied yeah. I think there's there's an, it's a little bit of ego, a little bit of power trip going on here, and probably uh, let's do everything we can to try and shore up the approval rating and the legacy of President Biden here because we can't take an, a, a, a loss on this here. we got to make this a W. got to put a W on the board, right? That's what this is about. This isn't about avoiding disruptions caused by illness. No. Give me a this, break.
0: This goes to the Brownstone article in the Postmodern Regime, the State Grants Freedom as privilege for conformity they want to be able to have the capacity to mandate conformity if you want your job you want to keep your job this has nothing to do with transmission of whatever because we admit it doesn't work but we just want to be able to mandate this because in that way we control you and you must conform based on whatever we come up with next they want the precedent so so far the various courts have said no you've, you've gone too far the appeals court is considering it I don't know that they'll win it, but you know what happens if they do, and they man- I mean, again, this is the point of uh, the ludicrous level of of dysfunction that exists in our governmental society. So we'll we'll keep up on that. We'll follow up on that. Maybe uh, Jonathan Eboard might have something to say on that tomorrow as well. But we're heading into the transition uh, months of fall into into you know in the northern hemisphere. I believe it's the twenty first to the twenty second of September. About a week or so, we officially enter autumn. Right. The uh, you got the spring and the and the uh, fall equinox, they say. And, and that's always, a, you know, that place where the daylight, all of that, it's just straight on. You understand. I don't need to go into that. But here it is. We want to consider the tail end of the harvest season, depending on where you are in the northern hemisphere. And Super Don, did you did you harvest a bunch of tomatoes today or yesterday or this morning?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I did. Do you have did a picture I or pictures of those? I do. Ooh, I want to hmm. see your haul.
0: Oh look at that! Huh. Oh my gosh, Is, are those the onions?
1: Yeah, those are the onions. The, uh, the pair tomatoes. I, I, can't, I don't know what kind of tomatoes these are because the, the thing got washed away. Dude, they're, they're they're absolutely gorgeous, thing. and I'm not a tomato yep. fan,
0: but those yep. look
1: amazing. Are you are they tasty as
0: they look for people? They are,
1: yeah, yeah, they are. The pear tomatoes especially are my favorite. But wow, uh,
0: yeah, so and then was, you have uh, zucchini as well, and. Yep. You know, so here now we got to think about the tail end of the season. And, and also, there are some things you can plant in the cooler months that can handle a little bit of frost. We've talked about that. If you check out rsbfood.com, Marjorie Wildcraft's group, uh, you free access to get a lot of great stuff there. Uh, we've, we're harvesting the carrots that we got. Our man, we've got dozens of pounds again. And we'll just be harvesting now that I know through winter. I'm not going to harvest them too soon. Even after the snow, I can leave them in. I didn't know that before. But there are other things that we're going to be starting in the greenhouses. We have loads of potatoes that are still not yet harvested. So this is the time. But there's an article here about what you need to do now to prep your garden for winter. And and this involves, you know, maybe you want to add some organic-type fertilizers, not the synthetic ones, manure on top for the, the end of the season. And as it gets cold, then you cover the crops, whether you do it in sheets or whether you cover it in debris like you know grass clippings to create a a barrier that creates a heat layer below it as it decays over over the winter months and by the spring you have super fertile soil for the next round of growing and we do not want to have dead soil come next spring considering how much the supply chains have been disrupted you know and i'm not talking now about food but even the motherboard on this washing machine we had that went bad and i t- talked to the place they said it's months out before they even can promise that they have a new motherboard for you that's supply chain now it's not just affecting again the hard goods it's also affecting the delivery and growth of food uh anything in here super don that jumped out at you uh, as far as what you're going to do to prep your beds over
1: the winter yeah i mean i just it's all good advice um i'm not even i'm not quite there yet i know we're getting close because i know we're 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 actually at the part now where these the weather is changing mm-hmm. and the temperatures are now like all next week. I think we're going to be in the like the seventies and sixties and seventies mm-hmm. and the overnights are getting down to the forties and stuff where I'm at. So I know we're moving that direction. I'm just, I'm hoping that, that we can yeah. get the tomatoes done before, right. before we hit a freezing Well, remember too, if, you, if
0: you're paying attention every day, if you see a hard frost coming, do your, do your best to cover them, blanket them somehow so that you can. I actually, I actually it.
1: got from my, my father-in-law. Mm-hmm um uh a shade it's a i don't know it's a big fabric thing or whatever it's huge so i've I've got something now that i can throw over the plants Um, yeah and and
0: look it's about extending the growing season because you know there's always like an early frost just like a late frost and if you can get them through it, there's usually an Indian summer as it's called, whether that's right. a cultural appropriation, there's always going to be a warming before it really gets there. So you can extend beyond that initial, just be prepared as in other words, prep the soil as well. And, uh, well, that's what we want to do. We want to do for all of y'all to get you plugged in and you guys, please share with us what you're doing as well. In addition to this article, super Don also put it out in the newsletter. If you go to robertscottbell.com, you can sign up for newsletter or you can text, rsb to two two eight two eight text rsb to two two eight two eight to get plugged in to the newsletter uh let's see bolden's in the in the uh chat room michael bolden my my brother from the 10th amendment center i gotta ask uh bolden if he's moved yet as he find a place to live i want him out of la and and sarah beth i i just you know think about you guys often you know that so let me know when you get out or if you're on the way out and uh, we'll all celebrate Uh, For now, we'll check out what's in the chat room at the top of the hour. Guess what? Our long-lost pal, Ty Bollinger, is back off of the injured reserve list. And we need that relief pitcher right about now. Let's see what happens when we bring Ty Bollinger into the mix on the Robert Scott Bell Show, because the power to heal is yours.
1: Robert Scott the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show.
0: Let's see. I think we're back. Yes, and uh, it's a glorious hour two here on this uh, September 14th afternoon. If you're listening or watching live in North America, uh, if you're around the world now or later, it's still going to be awesome. And even awesomer because our good buddy, our
2: long lost pal,
0: <laughs> pal Ty Bollinger, back in the mix. Go outside the box. Where's Ty? There he is.
2: Look at what, him. Uh, what's happening, buddy? How you doing, man?
0: TMB, let me check. Do you still have hair on your head? A little bit, little bit. a little bit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now, rumor has it that we're going to be getting to hang out together in Minneapolis-St. Paul, uh, the 23rd and 24th at the National Health Freedom Congress. Is that true still? We're going to see you there.
2: Absolutely, man. It's, it's actually next week. That's right. It's coming up fast and I can't next wait week. to see you. Is Charlene yeah. going to be there too? Yeah, we're flying up uh, Wednesday night and we'll be there Thursday, Friday for the full days and then we're flying back Sunday.
0: Okay, woohoo! So we're we're gonna get together. A lot of upcoming events. will will get you plugged into uh, some of these things, including next week's event in Minneapolis-St. Paul. I think there's still tickets available. Um, there are a lot of goodie bags that are going to be uh, entered, given away uh, for those that register, which is cool. I know for a fact that our friends at Sovereign Silver. Uh, are uh, putting uh, the the sovereign copper samples for everybody that attends, that gets it in there. Yep. And uh, we're going to have echo water to drink. I'm going to bring up the hydrogen machine so we'll be able to pour clean water for everybody. They're going to be doing some uh, giveaways of things. Uh, so it's a lot of fun, but most importantly, we can get together and talk strategy on health, freedom, and healing liberty. And uh, Ty, you and Charlene are going to help me in a, kind of a roundtable discussion uh, along with, uh, maybe it's, well, I think somebody from Children's Health Defense is also going to join, maybe Stephanie Lucreccio. We'll talk about how do we get the message out, how do we communicate, it's something that we've all had a lot of experience in, and also having to navigate the censorship that we've all faced as well.
2: Yeah, we're looking forward to that. I I think the uh, the roundtable discussion that we're on is about the only time that we'd speak per se, because most of it's collaboration from what I understand. So
0: Yeah, it's like working groups, uh, open so I think an open forum, I forget the name of it exactly, but it's very hands-on. A lot of uh, not only brainstorm, but also acknowledgement of those successes that we've had over the course of, of the years since the last meeting on the state level, some on the federal and acknowledging those that have done good work and, and trying to build on that. So it's very practical, pragmatic and not just theoretical. Oh, we wish this would happen. I mean, These are people that actually get down and get right down into it and get it done. Uh, speaking to get it done. What have you been getting done lately? I have missed you, my brother. I know you've been going through a lot. I talked about you being on injured reserve. Yeah. Uh let's get the tie update.
2: Let's just say that uh if if I were to have to carry you off stage next week, I would not be able to. Woo-hoo, so um, finally, I, uh, is it because I've gotten so big? Is that it? Because you're you're up, you're up to 147 from 142. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
0: I'm trying. I'm trying. No, you yeah. actually had, you know, the issue of us old people picking stuff up, and then uh, I think it's called a hernia.
2: Yeah, I just had like two weeks ago, uh, yesterday, I had hernia, hernia surgery. That's why I've been out the last couple of weeks. And before that, I just didn't feel like coming on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. had, we had, oh no, we were filming. Tired of me. We were filming yeah. propaganda exposed. We had um, uh, Peter McCullough, Dr. Malone, Dr. Artis, Sean Stone. Who else was here? Uh, Stu Peters. Yeah,
0: that was yeah. pretty amazing, the group that you brought together. Uh, for the next round of uh, Propaganda Exposed. I'm excited to see it for sure. Uh, yeah. Expand on the initial yeah. phase. But uh, that's good. So, But again, you had to have yeah, this prepared. That,
2: that was the week before. But then the week yeah. after that, the first week of September, I had the hernia surgery. I just got back from the doctor. And thank God, everything looks like it's healing properly. And I should be be able to get back in the gym in another couple of weeks. But the main thing is that for the first couple of months, you don't want to be using your core to lift Anything that's heavy—not that you're heavy, but you're too much for me now with oh, the surgery. So, so I don't—I don't, wanna, I don't have to go through it again. And that's one of the problems that a lot of people—a lot of people get—try to do too much too quickly, and it—it it doesn't take. And then you got to get hernia surgery again. Oh. Believe me, I do not want that surgery again. Um, I, I don't react well to pharmaceuticals in my body, and so when they—they oh. they give me the anesthetic, anesthetic, I throw up every time when I come oh. back too. Well, and and the thing is
0: that works your core.
2: You don't want to split. Imagine coming out of surgery and having fresh stitches. And then I start throwing up from the anesthesia. and It was, it was terrible. I don't want to go through it again. So I'm just taking it easy, but I, 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 it's healing well.
0: Okay. So now I insist you have the TTAC live event so I can go on and on and on. And you can't pick me up and take me off the stage.
2: Now uh, you know what well, we were going to have it, but we decided that we're going to skip a year because of that very reason. That <laughs> I won't be able to carry you all I stage. knew it. I knew it. That's the real reason why we're not having it this year. Now you know the rest of the story.
0: Right now, everybody's plugged in. Well, again, it's good to see you, and it's uh, going to be great to reunion next week in Minneapolis-St. Paul. I hope all y'all that can get there plan to be there. It's going to be a profound event. These don't happen every year either, uh, so make it make a special attempt to be there with us. And if not, just support the event. There are, you know, there's certainly ways to sponsor it still, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, sponsor even people to that need to be able to go there from the various health freedom organizations around the country and around the world. God, there's so much I want to catch up with you on, and especially with the kids. I, I, I did a big happy birthday message to Brianna last week uh, when uh, you were you weren't here, but it was her birthday, and yeah. uh, I, she's 22, like my son's 22, and just growing into some amazing adults, young adults. Yeah. And I love to see their development. She's just all into the music and she's just jamming on the guitar. It's so impressive. And I'm glad she's having a great time.
2: Yeah. We had a fun birthday party for Brianna, her 22nd. Um, Just a really good time. She is jamming on her music. She just released her second single called Montana a couple of weeks ago. And it's really catchy. I mean, she's, she's got a real talent for jingles. Mm Mm-hmm. And for catchy taglines and for catchy lines that, and, and, and because uh, she writes her own music, she's got a real talent for creating the musical beat that makes you, that repeats in yes. your mind.
0: No, and that's important for songwriters if they want to, you know, have their yeah. songs picked up for the most part. So congratulations to her. If you want to check out the yeah. song Montana, anybody that's interested, uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. And yeah,
2: and, and, you know, that's one of the things I told her, I said in her first single that she released was called, um, what, what, what would you expect? Mm-hmm. And it had it was very catchy lines and it had a tune. I would wake up in the middle of the night, and, you know, you, you you'll be humming something sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be humming that song because it's really catchy. Yeah. And then I do I find myself doing the same thing with Montana. So I let to say she's she's done really well with her with her songwriting, very very catchy tunes.
0: Okay, so how do people find her music that want to see it and hear it? And just buy it, uh,
2: right? just search for Brianna Bollinger music, and she's got a YouTube channel and an Instagram channel and a Twitter and all that. But I think it's Brianna Bollinger music.com, but we need to like, we need to name.
0: secretly broadcast our show through her YouTube channel. Cause we're banned, you know, and you're banned, So,
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Say Brianna, no, do you mind if we get you banned? That's not our intent. But- no, no. As, as soon as they find out that she's related to, to me and Charlene, they're going to ban her. That could be problematic. She's going to have
0: to come <laughs> up with a stage name. Yeah. All right. I mean, I single word, single name. Anyway, I hope I hope you s- send those messages to or from all of us and yep. uh, we'll carry on with this hour show. In fact, you know, since we're sort of talking about what's upcoming, indulge me for a moment while I go through the upcoming events. If you don't mind, Super Don. Oh, oh Super Don sent uh, a link to Brianna dot com as well. So um, you'll put that out in the chat room for everybody if they want to check it out. Uh, let's see. Let's see upcoming events. So if you hit the upcoming, and by the way, Super D did this. I don't know digitizing our faces into cartoons today. A different one, and this is like automated or something. I don't know if uh, we're going to be permanently uh, converted into cartoons. That we we sort of always have been. Tying me, but <laughs> here they funny. are. If you want to see those funny visuals, that's funny. Yeah, I don't. I know would say. Answer. Let's
2: see. Go back to the picture. So I would say the one on Roberts. That's really good that's really good um it's comical looking which robert looks is. Con- yeah. comical.
0: let's admit it. So yeah. it
2: it's really good the one of me it's good but it's just a little too young i'm a little older well but, uh, I, they youngify
0: good. it i think that's what they do they make you younger but yeah you look very uh you know almost clark kent superman-ish
2: i look like late 30s clark kent there instead of yeah. early 50s cluck trent Cluck
0: Trent with the hernias. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need we need to have that redone. Super so am put in another order for uh, Ty's <laughs> picture to make him look more realistic. But no, these are not supposed to be necessarily realistic.
2: Yeah, no, they're they're both good. But I thought yours was, was especially really really good.
0: Yeah. So uh, upcoming events. Let's go through that real quick. I I know we mentioned what's coming up uh, next week, and uh, I think that's again important to mention again the National Health Freedom or U.S. Health Freedom Congress. And there's links there. You can go to it. And I want to say thanks just in a general sense to all those who are supporting it and going to be there. We look forward to seeing you Minneapolis, St. Paul next week, 23rd, 24th of September. Uh, Then uh, the things that are not on this list, I'm flying down on the fourth or something, the third, the fourth of October in Orlando. I will be at the Chamberlain's health food store in Lake Mary, North of Orlando. And I'll be plan is to uh, be, lecturing for the public for free at seven o'clock local time the next day broadcasting live from the chamberlains on east colonial with our friend jonathan landsman i just heard from jonathan he's in the area and uh he's going to come check it out and we, we might be able to hang out together at, at the uh, chamberlains and then i'm going to do a public event lecture at the east colonial store in orlando of chamberlains on the 5th of october and then the 6th the nurse freedom network uh, Kimberly Overton's, uh, hooking up with the wellness parenting stuff. And that whole big weekend in Orlando will be there all weekend. I'll be there with, uh, sovereign silver and sovereign copper and Argentin 23. And my friend, uh, uh doc harmony will be there with the ear candles and more great stuff. We're going to be doing that weekend. And then following that we go to, or I do, this is where Pittsburgh comes back into the play and you guys have some Pittsburgh roots there, Ty. Uh, I'm going to be in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania with the health hut. And a great a couple of stores that are very invested in health freedom. They're not it's not just about selling product. It's also about the health freedom message to the community. And Dr. Jack James Lyons Weiler will be there as well uh, with me. And uh, it's going to be a nice, nice day, the 22nd of October. And then we've got the Red Pill Expo coming up in November. It's not on the list yet, but officially I think it's the 13th and 14th in Salt Lake City. So there's some events coming up while we still have the freedom to travel because you know they're going to try and clamp down in the fall, winter months. I know they're—I don't know if they'll succeed, but I know they're going to try. And there's a lot of challenges economically. I'd like to say let's defy them and get together, continue to find ways to get together, whether locally or other things. Now, are there any other events, Ty, that you are, are participating in that I should know about?
2: No, we're just doing this one, and then, the, you know, the mid, mid-October, we're up there in Chicago with you for Health Freedom Expo. Health Freedom
0: Expo, so thank that's, you.
2: That's the only two times we're we're speaking in the next couple of months.
0: Well, those are two really important events. The Health Freedom Expo, one of our favorites every year, uh, October 15th and 16th, Saturday, Sunday, up in Tinley Park Convention Center outside of Chicago. Far enough outside that we felt good about being there. Remember that farm-to-table restaurant we went to? Maybe we can yeah, go there again. Good. That it was really great. good.
2: Me, you, Charlene, and Paul.
0: Yeah, that that would be fun to do that again. We had a great time, but uh, those are the.
2: uh, We'll be driving up, so we're gonna be we're gonna have our car.
0: Oh, excellent, excellent. So that'll be fun to see you there as well. So we got some adventures coming now. The adventures of the stories. I don't know if you sent these to Super Don or Super Don sent these to you, but did you see this? You see this executive order yesterday? We covered it briefly. Biden unleashes transhuman genetic modification firestorm on America. The new moonshot. Not that we've ever actually been to the moon, but the moonshot is to what? Create genetic engineering solutions, transhumanist solutions to cancer. It, it doesn't get wow. any stupider.
2: I, I'm not familiar with this article. I haven't checked out any of them. I know I should have, but I just got back. From the <laughs> you slacker. <too>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, he created the moonshot for cancer, right? You, uh, when was that? What, under or, Obama, remember? Under Obama, right? Yeah. And, um, which basically, if he was going to stick to the, trying to eliminate cancer, as soon as he got elected, he would have had to step down because he is a cancer. But mm-hmm. regardless, um, yeah, this this new transhumanism agenda. I, one of the people that we interviewed um, for Propaganda Exposed a couple a few weeks ago mm-hmm. was Isai Morales, right? The actor. Well, oh, that's um, right. Isai was there. What a great guy. Yeah, he yes. was here. Yeah, yeah, great guy, man. We hung out and had a great time. You know, he's the, he, he's the dude that's playing the villain on Mission Impossible next year. Yep. So um, anyway, I don't know if you ever saw the 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 docu or the miniseries Ozark. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, Esai's in that one. He plays yeah. a really really terrifying bad guy. That's one of the first things I told him. If you if y'all have seen Ozark, he played Del uh, Camino Del Rio. Mm-hmm. So he was he was a South African or South American drug lord. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, terrifying. Dude, and the thing is, he's the sweetest
0: man. He's the nicest he's the guy. Nice guy. And he's yet an he's icon. such a great actor because he can play mean and villain. And yeah, yeah, he's the main baddie against Tom Cruise in the next mission impossible two part yeah. series coming yeah. out next year. So that's, that's really cool. He's a great that guy.
2: Cool. I, and I told him that I said, we, we hung out a lot. He was here for three days and he came over to the house a couple times. We hung out most of Wednesday Over down in Franklin, um, going down to Dr. Chris Motley, right? Kinesiology, working on, because Esai was having some back issues. Mm -hmm. So Chris Motley worked on him Thursday and Saturday. So it really helped him out. So
0: Um,
2: anyway, it was fun hanging out with him. And I told him, I said, you terrified me in Ozark. His character was just, and he said, you know, the funny thing is I've always played bad guys. Mm -hmm. But he's a really nice guy. But he said that the bad guys, you know, he's always been picked to play bad guys typically. And he does again next year with Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the Biden administration, the real bad guy, bad guys, it is the policy of my administration to coordinate a whole of government approach to advance biotechnology and biomanufacturing towards innovative solutions in health, climate change, energy, food security, agriculture, supply chain resilience, and national and economic security. Now this is under a cancer moonshot. Excuse me. It's the biotech industry and the biomanufacturing industry that's causing cancer.
2: Yeah. And, and uh, you know, GMO, genetically modifi- modification, causing cancer. But I, I'm, yeah, this, I'm just kind of scrolling through it right now real quick.
0: Yeah, look, I'll read this while you're doing it. It says, we need to develop genetic engineering technologies and techniques to be able to write circuitry for cells.
2: Good hmm. Lord, can we just replace God right now? I mean, this is like genetically modified artificial intelligence robotics that are going into your body. This is insane. Uh, wow. it, they're not hiding their agenda is transhumanism yeah
0: yeah and of course if you're a computer pretty... you might get a computer virus but you're not going to get cancer
2: yeah well man it's like how what wh- what is the line between computer and human that's a good question right transhumanism mm-hmm. because I've, I've seen videos dude and these are real i mean i've i've, I've verified that this is this is real but it's like a robot that's a female robot that's talk that's talking to you and answering questions and responding that if you didn't look real, real close, you could not tell it's not human. Mm-hmm. Looks, has flesh and looks human and is able to communicate. That's the, that's where they, what they can do with robots today. And, and, and now you, and so my question is, are they are, are these are they are already transhumans? Trans- I, yeah. I don't know. What's the line? What percentage do you have to be human and computer to be to cross that line? I don't yeah. know. We've never been here before.
0: Usually you find out that they've been doing it for a long time by the time they reveal, hey, this may yeah. be on the horizon. Um, one yeah. of the things is they plan to bolster and coordinate federal investment in key research and development R&D areas of biotechnology and biomanufacturing in order to further societal goals. They're not your goal. They're not my goal yet they're going to trample our rights to determine our future based on this cancer moonshot. Do we still believe that the government and medical industry, pharmaceutical industry are genuinely concerned for eradicating cancer or as always profiting from it and destroying our health in the, in the, in the meantime, but again, taking all our money in the process, whatever's left. I mean, this, these are the same industries that are causing the problems. Biden says, we're going to moonshot them in. And fold them into the government. You won't be able to tell where one begins and the other ends. We can barely tell that now.
2: Um, you know, I'm surprised that Biden was able to get all this out. I'm sure that he didn't. He didn't articulate this. He
0: didn't speak this out. No, this is yeah. all in the plan.
2: Yeah, because this is this is like these these words are way over his IQ level at this point. He, hey, I've seen a few of the gaffes the last few days, and it's embarrassing. He's gotten so much worse cognitively than he was even a few months ago. It's really really embarrassing he can't complete sentences he's not even pronouncing words properly um it's it's something something's really going on with him mentally
0: well and something's really going on mentally with the americans that believe this is a good idea that's you know another big problem here to yeah. consider that there are well, people who are actually
2: well yeah, look, at, look i just saw a, a, a report yesterday um on one of the alternative news stations about a it's it's in Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming, it's an IT company in Cheyenne, Wyoming, or up in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. That no, it's in Wisconsin. They have all 80 employees or whatever are getting microchip now, a yeah. microchip in between their thumb and their index finger, so, so that they can open doors and have all of their biometrics scanned at every entrance to their IT firm. 80 people in a firm are getting this done. It's the first the first time we've seen this in the USA.
0: Pretty amazing, huh? Mm-hmm. Pretty disgusting, really. In,
2: in, uh, in Sweden, a couple of years ago, there was a company called Epicenter where they chipped all their employees, and there's this huge backlash, and they're like, they'll never, no one in the United States will do that. And sure enough, a couple of years later, we've got a company d- doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how about on the, on? The, uh, we've talked about the church-level stuff going on through COVID, you know, the churches that complied, those few that didn't, we appreciate and respected them immensely. Uh, you know, this kind of discussion must, I I would think continue, and I mean, look at the things in here in this proposal or moonshot that are clearly—I mean, to say Luciferian is an understatement. I mean, we're going to replace the circuitry of life and create it with man-made computer circuitry. I mean, you don't get more overt and direct in saying, you know, what we we disavow the reality of creation as you know a divine event and a a God connection, and we're going to go. We're hell bent on just, yeah, we're going to turn everybody into a, a computer Luciferian slave.
2: It seems to be their, their agenda. It doesn't seem to be, they told us that's what's yeah. going to happen. <clears throat> it's part of their, uh, their beliefs of the, the global scumbags. They have to tell us what they're going to do before they do it. Right. Cause then it's justified. They've told us this is coming. You know, it's like if you walk over to somebody and you say, you know, I'm, I'm going to punch you in the stomach, dude. And I'm, I'm punching the stomach, dude. And you say it over and over. There, they've heard it. You said it, and finally, you just level him and you punch him in the stomach. And he's like, "What?" And then they, they, you, I told you several yeah. times I was going to punch you. Wasn't like it was them. hidden. Yeah, exactly. Nothing was hidden. It was out in plain sight.
0: Yeah. Wow. And, you know, we t- when they when they define terms like life sciences in this article or mm-hmm. this, you know, this proposal, whatever. Uh, let's see, this is from the white house. Life sciences means all sciences that study or use living organisms, viruses, or their products, including all disciplines of biology and all applications of the biological sciences, including biotechnology, genomics, proteomics, bioinformatics, and pharmaceutical and biomedical research and techniques. But I mean, they're going, Oh, well, we're not throwing radioactive and toxic chemicals into this. What? What? Mm. I, it's just like, really? they like, what about everything is toxic? And dangerous to genetic integrity. And they go, wow. but there's one thing we're not putting in here. Like that's going to make it all good. I'm just,
1: wow.
2: The, 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 they, they define the terms key R and D areas. Mm-hmm. And those terms include these are things that they're going to be trying to, to accomplish with their R and D building and testing and modeling of entire living cells, cell components, cellular systems. Wow. Stem cells.
0: Look, synthesizing all life, that's what yeah. they're after. They're like they can do that, to synthetic life, life forms. Yeah. yeah. And converting normal, organic, human, divinely created life forms into synthetics, into synthetic mm-hmm. biology. Uh, not something we're fans of. And folks, again, this is why I say in last hour I talked about this. It's like, what are you supporting? What are you paying into? What are you doing when you number your children like cattle and then they end up paying into the system that creates debt that enslaves them in perpetuity? To never be repaid because it can't be mathematically, it can't be done. Do you continue down that road because everybody else did it? Our parents did it, their grandparents. I mean, is that what we now have come to? Is like, well, we're just so used to doing it, we'll just keep doing it. Or do we realize that we are participating in our own demise? Ty, I mean, I'm sincere in asking these questions. It's very tough to, to have to confront these realities that we thought we knew, and now they're painting a picture that's like these are the science fiction dystopian novels that we are now living.
2: We are, we are, and what's the most bizarre thing too about you know talking about the state of the economy now and you know how close we're teetering on a collapse economically, financial, dollar, whatever. But you see, the the mainstream media is spinning this as if everything's great. I mean, I saw yesterday a whole montage of uh, when the when the third quarter came out, I guess recently, the third quarter of earnings and looked at the CPI and all. There was like two or three indicators that were less bad that they were, than they were predicting. So of course that becomes, we've, they've improved instead of decreased X percent, they've improved based upon how bad we thought it was. It didn't get quite as bad. And they're spinning that into the positive. The economy's booming. Inflation's under control. Everything's all right. And they're telling, and I'm like, what country are you living in? It's like, if you're talking to my brother on the phone about this, like if you're in a sauna and you are sweating profusely, they can tell you over the loudspeaker that the air condition's on all they want. And you know they're lying because you're sweating your butt off in the Mm -hmm. sauna. And that's what's going on with this economy. Everybody out here, they are sweating their butt off because the economy's tanking. Inflation's out of control. The the, 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 The dollar is being devalued, causing prices to go up. Everybody knows this. Everybody's being hit financially with this. So the more that they do stuff like this, the more disconnected and insincere they become to the people that are that are continuing to wake up about this this situation that we're in
0: their hope is that they can bankrupt us all enough fast enough so that we all beg for intervention by the very Mm -hmm. same entities that have created the problem and then we will own nothing and supposedly like it as they dole out privileges based on conformity Mm -hmm. our willingness and ability to conform to their demands which will always change and always be more mRNA injections if they can continue to get away with that as well. Mm-hmm. So the point is, and I question this, when is enough enough? When do you say, uh-uh, no, no more. Will I comply? Mm-hmm. When will the individual in history among many, not the only one, but the Rosa Parks moment occur for you for each of us. And, 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 you know, say, you know what, I'm done being part of the demise of the country that used to really value freedom individual liberty it would protect it and yes there are disagreements in freedom but those things are normal because we're all created as individual sparks of god we have unique experiences that's not a bad thing that's a good thing and but yet they take those things and make it the only thing so that we hate one another we fear one another we want to hurt one another now that that's not going on here but that's the reality out there in the hegelian dialectic of the mainstream media and how the government me- medical media complex is
2: playing it yeah they want they want us they want conflict that's what they want: racial conflict, they want class warfare, they want conflict. Um, that's one of the things that Isai uh, mentioned in his interview here. Charlene did a great interview with him the last day uh, of, the, of that series, and he said, you know, you've seen the examples of the the black ants and the red ants living together, right? And they live together in peace until in a, in a big container they live in peace, they don't fight until someone shakes the jar. You shake the jar, they go ferocious after each other and attack each other. When, and he said, the, the question that we not, we shouldn't be questioning the ants. We're an ant or we shouldn't be questioning the other ants. We should be asking who's shaking the jar to make us want to fight each other. And that's a question that nobody or not many people are enough people are asking. We're asking it now. And some people are starting to ask it. But that's who's shaking the jar, who's creating these conflicts. And yet, it all goes back to these same group of globalists, yeah. You know, yeah. the the elites, the the scumbags that I call them, whether well, yeah. I've heard worse names for them, but it's the group of people that are trying to rule the world and make us slaves. That's who it always goes back to.
0: Yeah. So question are you obligated morally, ethically, or financially to support those who are capturing and enslaving you?
2: Right? Well, uh, Is that a real question?
0: No, (laughs) it's it's rhetorical, but I hope everybody answers that question and then behaves according to that answer. And and that's the point of, uh, you know, that that wake up moment where it becomes very uncomfortable, where life isn't as easy or as simple as you thought it was. Yet the simplicity and ease comes from living in accordance with, I believe, the principles that and the guy, if you will, the guidelines that were given to us, not from government, but from a far higher place that we live according to those rules that we can find a peaceful existence and a coexistence, in fact, with people that we disagree with. And that's, you know, used to be normal to disagree with people and still be pals with them. Uh, Wouldn't that be great again?
2: Yeah, I was just talking to my brother about that within the last couple of days, um, how when we were growing up, we disagreed with people. And, you know, we just like, I do not understand that at all. Don't agree. But people still conversed and they they could still be friends. There's a lot of people that you were like friends with, that you disagreed with on a lot of stuff but we're still friends i mean I, I had in college most of my friends i didn't agree with on half the stuff that we did mm-hmm. but I, they were friends because we got along because you didn't have to agree on everything but now there's no con- conversation there's no agreement it's like you either mm-hmm. are in my camp or you're an enemy or you're canceled yeah you're and you're a terrorist you're you're bad for the country whatever mm-hmm. and that's it's that that false dichotomy they've created amongst the false dichotomy of Democrats and Republicans, this false dichotomy of the supporters have to hate each other. That's not true.
0: No, it's not. And folks, uh, again, continued recovery for Ty and his uh, hernia, post hernia surgery. Remember the copper is good. The silica is great. Different things, L-glutamine, we see references in, 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 I think, in the chat room. You know, nutritionally, things to encourage regrowth of tissue, strengthening of connective tissue. Um, That's an ongoing concern for any of us because this body relies on connective tissue and the cardio miracle we take facilitating circulation and that circulation critical for recovery and normal functions and elimination functions as well uh, within tissues that are inflamed or injured at any point or surgically acted upon. And I know, Ty, you know, all that just kind of a gentle reminder for everybody if you're going through anything similar.
2: Well, you know, I, I didn't know all that, so I'm glad I was listening. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> and all that didn't work for me, because what it took for my tissue to be connected was stitches. Yeah, now, well. Different connection.
0: Different yeah, connection. well, there are weaknesses, even in yeah. times of uh, what we say. We know a lot, and there's still still some things that each of us could miss, or our body's unique needs need more of one thing, less of another, even Mm -hmm. though I always try to give out some basic guidelines to say, Hey, here are the basic principles. Let's start here. Then find out what your unique needs are, whether you're going through analysis and testing, muscle testing, intuitive, uh, concepts, any number of ways to study about your own body and the things that it needs. But, you know, clearly if, if there are connective tissue issues, you know, look at the things that shore it up and do more of that. And just, I'm speaking to everybody now and I've had my, my issues, but I push my body uh, pretty hard. Uh, to do some amazing things. And, uh, you know, even this stuff, the IGF one, our, our buddy, Christopher key, the vaccine policeman, you know, he's got this deer velvet antler. And that's also helped me put on the weight that, you know, tide now claims he can't pick me up now, normally he could, but right now I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to get even bigger. So, uh, there's like a, a special, like buy one, get one or something. Super Don has, has it linked up in the, on the show page at robertscottbell.com. And I, you know, thank Christopher for his support of this message of health, freedom and healing Liberty. I know he's supporting Stu Peters as well, and Stu's doing great work there in the new media. He's really blown up in a, in a big way to get a lot of great information out there.
2: Yeah, I had a, had a good time with Stu down here um, when we did the interviews. Nice guy. Um, showed him, you know, walked walked through the house, hung out for just a little bit. So um, really, really good guy. Didn't know much about his family or personal life. So uh, it was kind of good. It was good connecting with him, but very passionate, man. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he – I don't know if he – He's, he shared this publicly, so it's okay to share. Yeah, because he shared with us, and it's going to be on our series. But he used to be a bounty hunter. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that background. Yeah. He had one of the most successful bounty hunting companies in the United States, is and so that's where you know his history of in, in criminal investigation and you know the way, why he seems to be so meticulous about things. Yeah, he, he he started a bounty hunting company and did really well for a while.
0: Well, and and you know to do that you can't have real fear in that sense, other than to be no. cautious, but. He seemed to be fearless in his covering of topics as well. Uh, Did he know Dog, the bounty hunter?
2: Uh, You know, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Only bounty hunter I remember. He mentioned that on a roundtable we had. We had a roundtable with with Stu, Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Artis. um, Sean Stone
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, was here, and he was on it. And then me and Charlene, he mentioned that at the roundtable. Oh, cool. Well,
0: uh, this expanded edition i don't know what we're calling it of propaganda exposed is this coming out soon how soon yeah what's what's the status on that it's it's
2: called propaganda exposed uncensored nice so instead of part two or whatever it's called uncensored because we're still gonna have a lot of the same episodes i'm updating all all of them Mm -hmm. so they're gonna have new material but then i'm gonna have a brand new ninth episode that's probably going to be two hours long of all new stuff from this summer so um it's going to be a nine episode instead of eight now. So, yeah, it'll be coming out first of November, Propaganda Exposed Uncensored. And we polled the audience, actually. I think I told yeah. you about that. Right? Yeah, right. What to call we it? Out in California at Billy D's. Yeah. We were going to call it Propaganda Exposed Remastered. And uh, we asked the audience, Do you like Remastered better? And literally just that day, I had come up with Uncensored. And I thought, Uncensored sounds better. So, and then we asked the crowd and the whole crowd. They all
0: agreed. Yeah.
2: So we, we did a real live poll and it worked
0: excellent well we'll look forward to uh having that and we'll be promoting it of course you'll check out the email alerts that we'll send out the newsletter super don sends out and uh, links will be here as well uh all right super don any uh, updates on anything i just want to uh bring you into the mix for a moment and i know we've got a few stories i want to cover before we we'll wrap it up in about 10 15 minutes but it's good to have ty back on board and catch up today
1: it is indeed and i knew about the the bounty hunter thing I oh actually. you did uh, Mike Phillip my the the guy that the other friend of ours that I know he he knows Stu personally and so we got the talking about that and if you go on the internet you can see there's pictures of him in his uh, his get up as okay, a yeah. hunter <laughs> Wow look at that yeah <laughs> he's got videos on YouTube and all that kind of stuff so yeah uh, interesting little factoid background. there that is pretty interesting Yep.
0: yeah I did not know that background but I I have yet to do Stu Peter's show. I don't think we've had Stu on our show, have we yet?
1: No, no, yeah. not yet. All right. But yeah, I mean, he was a bounty hunter, and then and then, I mean, if you, I remember when he first popped up on the scene. Mm-hmm. It was just like, who is this guy? I mean, he's just like, he's got it. He's got that thing, you know, where he's just like, suddenly yeah. he's just doing like these newscasts, and he's just like, got you on the edge of your seat, and he's just like, you know, I mean, he's just got natural talent in that in that area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a good guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, he, he's, you're right. He's, he's got a certain, like, energy. That you can, it's palpable.
1: He's got a charisma. It's just a, yeah. an on-air charisma. It's just some people have it, some people don't.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right, the, this next story, uh, you know, Super D, we've had guests on about this. Of course, the remdesivir deaths, the protocol kills. Uh, Scott Shera, of course, lost his daughter. Many of our friends, you know, like Richard Pearl in the hospital, killed by mm-hmm. remdesivir and vents. And uh, there are suits now starting to happen. In fact, there are three California hospitals being sued for administering the remdesivir protocol to patients without informed consent, resulting in death. And you know this is long overdue. And I knew that it would happen. And I think that there not be three; there'll be hundreds, if not thousands, because. Uh, the vast majority, I think, of people that died in in COVID once again died because of what hospitals do, because of what medicine does. Even if they were heroic, if they call them that, to try and save your life. The reality is, at a certain point, they become not heroic, but they become demonic in bringers as bringers of death. You know, in a Luciferian uh, protocol and, and and agenda at this point. So uh, I'm encouraged to see that there are suits being happening, but. For the most part, we know they try to absolve doctors and, and nurses and et cetera of, of, of uh, participating in this killing, this mass killing. And these hospitals were killing fields long before this, but they became more overt killing fields uh, uh, during COVID and now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that Dr. McCullough mentioned. It's one of the things that Dr. Artis mentioned. Stu Peters mentioned it. I think even Sean Stone mentioned it. I mean, it's very, it's very well known now that remdesivir has killed people. And it was very, it was toxic. And, and it's very well known now that we knew our, our health authorities knew this, the, the same ones that were recommending people take this, knew this, FDA knew this, everyone knew. It reminds me of that, that old song by Leonard Cohen, Everybody Knows. Everybody knows that remdesivir was toxic and it was going to do some damage. All of the medical world knew that and they still recommended it. So there's going to be a lot of lawsuits about remdesivir because it's, it's toxic. And it was literally like, here's a group of treatments, you know, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, remdesivir, vitamin C, zinc, whatever, whatever they all are. This is like the worst of anything that could have been recommended in that whole basket Mm -hmm. is the worst is remdesivir. And it's the only one that was recommended. It shows you that there was clearly another agenda and it wasn't keeping people healthy.
0: Yeah. I mean, the plausible deniability aspect, I often talk about that, how they kind of try to make it to where they can do it, but not do it. I don't know how they get out of this one in the courts because, as you said, the New England Journal of Medicine even published this remdesivir. They'll be the least effective of all the things in terms of remedies uh, for COVID. And certainly, uh, violations of the Nuremberg Code are applicable. I know some people are saying, well, it doesn't apply. Like, really, informed consent didn't apply to the signatories. Really? That was, it was just words on a page, didn't mean anything. Is that what they're arguing at this point? So uh, we have a lot of this to unfold, and again, the sadness of the loss of many people that maybe didn't need to die, certainly had they uh, utilized the things that many doctors on this show and others have said, you know what, we're having 100% success here with other things, more natural, or even, you know, these drugs like hydroxychloroquine and, and ivermectin. Uh, there's an herbal formula that I encountered. I mentioned to our group in uh, the, the AMA, the last AMA, uh, that, uh, you know, I was mentioning, you know, my daughter had this strange rash after being you know, you know, around her friends, some of her friends got the jabs, you know, and after that you had the shedding and spreading of these spike proteins and other things happening and everything that we did, we even tried the, uh, um, uh, herbal uh, ivermectin as well as hydroxy nothing touched it all the homeopathy everything we know minimal it's a little bit but not really and then found this herbal formula and i want to get them on and interview them about it because they developed it i think it's in, it's divinely inspired the formula so if, if anybody needs some help in that realm it doesn't want to or didn't succeed even with ivermectin there are other natural options out there so i'm I'm looking to plan and do a show on that soon as well
2: cool what's in the in the herbal nectin
0: uh, some of the classic antiparasitics, as you know, because yeah. Ivermectin is antiparasitic. Uh, I don't have it in front of me or I could tell you right. some of the other ingredients, you know, some of them, some of them, I thought, oh, that was an interesting addition. And somehow it's having this synergistic effect to succeed when, uh, uh you know, other things are not. So I thought this is something I want to bring out to everybody, let everybody know about and, uh, uh we'll get that out to you. I'll send it to you, you as well. So,
2: there's so many bot- botanicals that have an effect mm-hmm. against you know what we know as COVID nineteen, which may not even be a virus at all, but mm-hmm. they are effective, and th- and that's one of the reasons why. It's, maybe it's not a virus, maybe it's something else, but these antiparasitic, antifungals, m- m- many of the uh, uh, antibacterial natural antibiotics, right? They work for some mm-hmm. reason.
0: Yeah, they do. All right, let's talk about Bidenflation. There's a hashtag Bidenflation. I, I know it's beyond but Biden, not of course. Planet.
2: There is no Biden. Inflation is zero. Prices are are cheap. Gas is cheap. You can afford anything you want. Just don't don't speak negativity.
0: Okay, right. (laughs) Let's not acknowledge what people are suffering under the uh, largest expansion of the monetary supply in history times. I don't know what Uh, it's exponentially accelerating. And it's resulting in people now who have heard of inflation and sort of didn't really pay attention to it now going, Ooh, now I know in Europe, they're blaming they're blaming, uh, Putin in England. It's all the problem. It's all Putin's fault. Look, Putin's not a good guy. I don't claim he is, but it is the fault of both Democrats and Republicans for the last 100 and let's say eight years or so, 108, years, the federal reserve act of 1913 set this into motion. The fractional reserve banking system into full-on fiat money, uncoupling the dollar from gold and silver to the point where it's just meaningless in terms of the paper other than our belief or the force in the belief that that has value. And so diversification out of that, whether you believe in crypto or not, gold, silver, other means of local exchange, we've got to make the steps Not when you get approval from the president or anybody like that, but now for your own viability and survivability moving forward in an economy that is tanking as people are using Federal Reserve notes and finding they don't go very far in putting food on the table, much less paying rent or mortgage. And so a lot of things in the economy are suffering because people then go, well, that's an elective. I don't really need that. I'd like to, but I can't do it. Now it's all going into the basics. And and so what we see of an economy decline, not because we're speaking it into existence, it's because we're relying upon a phony, funny money scheme that was always destined to fail as it always has been throughout history. And yet the denial has gone on for so long that it's still kind of hanging on by that proverbial paper thread.
2: Man, that was a beautiful soliloquy, but I have no idea what your question was.
0: You know, sometimes I don't even throw questions at you. I figure you could just kind of bounce with it. That's all. I'm
2: just being sarcastic. <laughs> the proverbial paper thread. I love the way that you ended that. Uh, look, anybody that anybody that is told by the talking heads on TV that there's no inflation and that you're you're just imagining the price increases, they haven't shopped lately. You know, maybe they don't do their own shopping in Washington DC. Maybe they have their maids do everything for them, and they don't realize the price of typical groceries, but the typical American that goes to the grocery store and buys things that their family is going to eat realizes the cost of everything has gone up significantly in the last six months, especially. Um, so you know, they can try to spend this all they want in the mainstream and tell us that the economy is doing well, but it's really not. And you're right. Um, it, 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 this is a monetary system that was designed to fail. Um, it's just how long is it going to take to fail? And. Um, you know, I, I recommend that if you don't know much about the monetary system, you read The Creature from Jekyll Island by Ed mm-hmm. G. Edward Griffin. It's yep. a great synopsis of um, of the Fed and the fact that it's not federal. It's not, There's no reserves. No reserves. They, yep. they print money, and it's not a system of banks. So it's not the Federal Reserve System. It's private banks that own the government.
0: Yep. IMF, World Bank, all the way up there. These are the globalists. These are the New World Odor people. Uh, and they do it via the monetary system primarily. And yes, mm-hmm. they scare us for those of us who are scared. Not so many in this audience anymore uh, by saying germs and viruses, boo, just comply with our uh, mandates and, and restrictions on your behavior. Now, the U.S. Army, talk about the armed forces. I mean, they've been hammered with experimental injections, etc. cetera. Um, the U.S. Army is now recommending it, it that the soldiers that are suffering under this inflation, they should just apply for food stamps. In the meantime, Congress profligate spending by sending tens of billions of dollars in foreign aid to other countries, including Ukraine and others to, to prop up again, the military industrial right. complex welfare warfare state is only made possible by what the unlimited printing of money tied to nothing. And so yeah. whether you're against warfare or welfare or recognize they're two sides of the same coin, uh, the recognition of a of, of fiscal sanity can only come into play not by a vote of Congress, I guess by an act of Congress, they could repeal the Federal Reserve Act. Not likely to happen. But you individually can stop using the Federal Reserve notes or greatly reduce your vulnerability by finding other means of exchange that don't rely on these international banking consortiums that are, again, designed to, what, enslave you with debt that can mathematically never be repaid.
2: That's slavery. I agree with that. Um, my take on the article that, that, that I saw immediately it was like, why the heck are we making our soldiers go to food stamps to eat? I mean, if anybody in the country should be rewarded for their service, it should be them. Regardless of your position on war, mm-hmm. whether we should be invading or not, it doesn't really matter. Most soldiers are doing this because they want to do what's right for the country and protect the country. And to have them going on food stamps while you've got uh, uh, phony, whatever you call Biden, I don't know what he is, but 41%, I just saw a report, 41% of the time, Since he's been elected, elected, Mm -hmm. he's been on vacation. Um, You have and you have people in Congress like Vice President Harris. Has she been at work since she was elected? I don't know what she does. You have Congress that does nothing but argue during the day and drink together at night in the the Washington fancy places. And you've got foreign aid in the billions being sent to other countries. Meanwhile, we're going to make our soldiers go on food stamps. Hmm. That's what I it looks. I'm like, this has got to be a, an onion story. This can't be true, but it is.
0: Yeah. And so uh, you look, look at the food stamp program. Again, that's welfare only made necessary by the collapse of the, the dollar, the integrity of the monetary system uh, that facilitated and, and precipitated, um, well, the elimination of true charity you know, from churches and religious organizations and nonprofits in a, in a sense that really wanted to help. And then basically mandated it only available charity through the government, so to speak. And yep. because they, they make the monetary system collapse before our very eyes, people that want to be charitable are having a harder time being charitable because partly one, a lot of their money is stolen in the, in the guise of taxation to pay for the large yes of government. And also the, in, the hidden tax of inflation that's been with us since the dawn of the, the 1913 Federal Reserve Act, particularly uh, resulted now in an acceleration where even the most ardent deniers of inflation are now going, oh yeah, it is real. And so what do we do? We inflate our way out of this because the, the Biden response and the Congress approval and the Senate approval of the Inflation Reduction Act has only created more inflation.
2: <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> funny thing I so saw, I like to check out the Babylon Bee that, mm-hmm. you know, several online presences and they, one of the recent memes said uh, Biden administration introduces second inflation reduction act to help with the inflation created by the first inflation reduction act or something like to that effect. And it's like, that's so yeah. funny, but it's so sad. It's true, but it's unbelievable that this inflation reduction act has increased inflation. I mean, it's not unbelievable to us because we understand what's going on behind the scenes, but yeah. it, for this to be mainstream now everybody knows it's created inflation but they're still they still take this seriously clearly there's something on going on behind the scenes
0: there it is super it found is. It. Yeah. Democrats propose another inflation reduction act to combat inflation created by the first inflation reduction act <laughs> no. and, and so look, true. Republicans historically have been as guilty as this as as, as Democrats and uh, there are no clean hands you oh, know look, maybe maybe you could send some people in that'll actually try to do something I don't know
2: let, let's be honest here. Um, the wh- what was the national debt whenever Trump got into office and when he left? Mm-hmm. Wh- wh- how many trillions did it increase while he was in office? Yeah, right. It's, it's both sides of the aisle. It's not just exactly bad Democrats that are doing it. it's both sides of the aisle as long as we can remember. Mm-hmm. They 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 didn't they didn't meet a dollar. They didn't like to spend.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hey, we got a question of the day coming in. See if we can both uh, tackle this one. Um, this is uh, coming from. Uh, Grace. And she says, hi, Robert. My father was diagnosed with pericardial constriction. Parts of his pericardium show thickening and scarring with no current inflammation. What are your thoughts on nanokinase and serapeptase for dissolving the scar tissue? Well, I, I think they're good thoughts. Uh, the serapeptase is excellent. Enzymes can help facilitate that as well. Uh, yeah. I, I want to remind you of copper. I would have your, your father on the sovereign copper, especially because of its immediate access to the blood and the lymph to be delivered where we need to, you know, normalize, let's say, connective tissue integrity and copper and selenium work together to protect the cardiac protein. So the pericardial constriction may be a, a evidence of result of a selenium deficiency and copper deficiency. That's another thing to consider. Uh, other recommendations for addressing the issue naturally. You know, we we go into uh, God's medicine for the heart is the hawthorn berry in homeopathy. That's crataegus. So I always recommend Doctor Christopher's Hawthorn Berry Syrup if you can. You can get it at JonathanChooseToBeHealthy.com. You get an RSB five discount code. Um, other things. I mean, we've been hearing so many things related to cardiac events. Usually pericarditis per, uh, and, and myocarditis, but pericardial constriction, thickening. I mean, these are all, I believe, evidence of either direct exposure via injection of mRNA technology or just being exposed to people who have gotten the shot.
2: Yeah, the, those, those two substances that were mentioned, na- na- uh, natokinase and seropeptase, that's actually the two that came to my mind initially because with scar tissue, we've always taken the seropeptase mm-hmm. um, for scar tissue that helps to dissolve scar tissue. Um, and then natokinase actually, I, I take every time I fly because mm-hmm. it's, you know, natural blood thinner as well. So, yeah. And it won't um, cause you to
0: bleed out like rat poison, cumin warfarin or, right. you know, whatever Zorelto is a combination of all of those things as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're talking about, you know, I, I know there was a, a story on pesticides and increased risk of cancer in children. That's why we love to be able to promote the Orange Guard here, a pesticide that doesn't harm kids or pets. Doesn't cause cancer. In fact, the limonene has been studied at the University of Arizona and other places, and it's oncolytic. It has anti-cancer properties, and yet it's all only distilled from the citrus peel, the orange peel. And if you haven't got your Orange Guard, go to the local Ace Hardware or your local Whole Foods and ask for it by name and get it. And then take a picture with it like our friends have and send a picture into Super Don, RSB at gmail.com. We'll enter you into a probably an Orange Guard giveaway coming up soon. Isn't that cool? What are you laughing at? Do you like Sorry, it?
2: Man. it? just sounded funny just hit me. What? I started laughing. Just the orange guard thing. Cause I remember yep. when you, you, you had the orange TKO, remember years yep. ago at a conference and you tasted it? Yep. And then the orange guard you've tasted, right? Yep. Right. So I'm just, my mind goes to these weird places. So anything basically the D Limony and these products, this yep. product one, Robert knows it's. It's, it's okay to eat. Yes. So I'm thinking they should come out with a toilet cleaner. And then Robert, <laughs> Robert's like, Check it out. I'll drink <laughs> that too. Oh, no. Yeah, it is funny. It, fun, it doesn't it fun.
0: taste good and it makes my, my face look funnier than it already is. But I did that on the air just to yep. show you that I'm not making it up. It is that safe. Hey, finally, there is a gratitude story. Uh, Ty and Charlene have put out September 6th uh, of this year, not long ago, The Healing Power of Forgiveness. And it's linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. I can't emphasize how important this is in our lives. And yeah, we talk about a lot of things that people do that are bad we don't like. But good Lord, if you don't forgive them and also forgive yourself for maybe participating unwittingly, unknowingly throughout our lives, we we have many things we didn't know. And yet we can condemn ourselves for not knowing or we can just forgive ourselves for well, we didn't know, but now we do. Let's do better because now we know better.
2: Yeah, you know that true. And you know, just laughing just now, I just stimulated my immune system, so I'm I'm getting healthier by the minute. Just hanging out with Robert and laughing about these things, imagining the orange guard for the toilet. But um,
0: <laughs> I, I imagine when, we're going to be laughing a lot next week, and also at the Health Freedom Expo. Oh,
2: we will. We were when we, we, yeah, we were in, we were in the Philippines. So this uh, one of the doctors there. I can't remember her name, but she talked. There was a, there's a technique that they use. In the Philippines, it's from Hawaii. It's called Huapano Pano, I think they call it. And it's uh, it's forgiveness therapy. And it's basically forgiving yourself for the things you've done against yourself and forgiving others. And it's just this poem that they recite. It's just forgiveness therapy. And so laughter is so important. Forgiveness, as this article mentioned, is so important in being healthy. If you're harboring mm-hmm. resentment, you know, uh, Charlene uses this, this quote a lot, but if uh, it, being resentful or hating somebody, it's like drinking poison and expecting it to hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. It only hurts you. Right, yeah. and so you forgive and laugh and just be more lighthearted. It will really help you from a health perspective.
0: Yeah, and I gotta uh, caution you, Ty, to acknowledge that forgiveness can help your immune system. We might have to get the FDA involved here. So just uh, you know, be careful what you say.
2: They may have to license the Pano before you can say the poem, the forgiveness poem. Right. They may have to be licensed by the FDA.
0: All right. Hey, TMB, please give a hug to uh, Charlene, and I'm so excited. I'll be seeing you. Next week in Minneapolis at the National U.S. Health Freedom Congress and also the Health Freedom Expo and a number of other events. And please tell the kids how much we love and appreciate them and love seeing them grow up. And uh, if, if if Brianna didn't get the message that we sent, happy birthday, have her listen to last week's show, even though you weren't here because I opened the show and gave her a big shout out because we appreciate I her.
2: I will. I will appreciate that. Well, and, and, back, and, back at you, man. Lots of love to Nancy and the kids. Love you all. Good to be yeah, back on finally after yeah. a long hiatus.
0: You slacker, No, busy guy.
2: So uh, tell everybody what they need to know before we got to go. Always remember the power to heal is yours. I almost forgot.
0: (laughs) All right. That was a fun reunion. It felt like that, didn't it? A few weeks out uh and ty's coming back but uh we always have some goofy silliness in the midst of the serious subjects that we have to cover so.
1: and i love when he gets to the part where he's like yeah i didn't read any of these stories but. yeah i mean what do you expect <laughs> when he does you're like
0: shocked you're like Dude. i'm like ah,
1: oh,
0: what can i throw with the <laughs> yeah right what is why is super do even bother why are uh, you here but you do and I, I do my best. You know what? Next, next,
1: next it. week, where yeah. next time he's on, I'm not going to yeah. send him anything. I'm just okay. going to. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to see if he says anything. Okay. No, I, I'm totally serious. I'm totally okay. serious. I just won't. I'm not going to send him anything. I'm just going to be quiet. Right. If he says something, then I'll send him something. But if he doesn't say anything, then we'll just get him on. And We'll be like, really? You going To do that? Take that. What's up? No, no. Just wouldn't that be great? He just shows up like, hey, what's up?
0: <laughs> what's going on, man? Yeah, it would be funny.
1: So what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. We re- we didn't read anything. I don't
0: know. Yeah. All right. James Madison, Federalist, number 46, 10th Amendment Center, tweeting out how to stop the feds without waiting for the feds to somehow magically stop themselves. How about this? James Madison says, refuse to cooperate with officers of the union. Hashtag nullify. Amen, brother. So uh, I love the, all the 10th Amendment Center tweets. I try to retweet them every time I see them. So let's see what else we got in the uh, bonus round. Any comments, questions, upcoming events? Who's Here's an interesting
1: question. Here, yeah. I yeah. love these types of questions. Mm-hmm. This is a, like a super dawn question. Okay, you were just talking about forgiveness, yes, holding resentment. It's yeah. like drinking poison, and expecting somebody else to die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, forgiving somebody is like letting yourself out of a prison, right? Yes, yes. I'm a big fan of forgiveness. Jay in the chat room says, mm-hmm. can we forgive Fauci, mm-hmm. Bill Gates and company? Hell no. Ah. No. A- <laughs> and no, I'm
0: teasing. Of course. I mean, you'd say on one level, you know, this is a, if I go back, try to get that 360 degree viewpoint. And I look at the earth as a proving ground, a testing ground where we're able to do horrible things and screw up. I think with the intent of learning from the things we do wrong and trying to do better or actually doing better because we learn, hey, that ain't the way. And these people are also on that journey. As much as we believe that they are behaving as scum duggeries or scumbags, um, that in the big scheme of creation, they got to find their way back to it as well. Now, that doesn't mean we have to like what they're doing or endorse right. what they're doing. Yeah, and there's a difference but, there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've got to draw that line. Of distinction mm-hmm. in the situation where it's like you can you can still not like somebody or 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 not hang out with them not want approve to be of what them. it is that they're doing or what they've done and not want to rub elbows with them and, and associate with them or endorse anything that they're doing but y'all you know, at the same time that doesn't mean that you're uh, you know mm-hmm. you're carrying around that negative energy either you just yeah. let it go you know it's, it's whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen and that's between them and and uh whoever they're accountable to so okay good question though i like that that's that's one of those those things i usually i turn those that, that's what i throw at robert all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. jay's jay's on it yeah impressive all right.
0: there all right nice well um i just got a nice message from the place we bought that washing machine that crapped out because the motherboard broke after a year yeah. you know yeah technically out of warranty because it's a scratch and dent i mean i'm like why would i want to pay full price for something that's basically new if it's got a little dent in it? i don't care uh it works but now it doesn't now it had nothing to do with the dent or scratch but uh, again nowadays they don't make the, the machines like they used to so they're offering us to come in and swap it out so that's really nice Anyway, so that's good news, a little good news. It was a part of the frustration of this morning trying to figure out a way through basic stuff that you have to deal with on a daily basis when these things come up on top of normal stuff. So uh, anyway, just uh, I like it when, when companies actually are good people and they stand behind it and they try to make things right, even, it, even though they don't have to. So, and I had given them a good uh, review on Google. I don't do Google reviews because I really appreciated them, and it looks like they're living up to it. Thrive Appliance is their name. Anyway all right super D, what do we got in the chat room anything else to cover I, I today i finally don't have to run anywhere in fact now i might run out to that appliance store and see if we can swap something out
1: but there you go yeah, yeah. i just recently did that myself yeah that's I right appreciate how you know yeah. not, not having a washing machine is is uh tragic yeah. um got it got to keep things laundered
0: keep them laundered yes yes keep them clean uh, all right, let's see here. What else we we did? The upcoming events. We talked to Orange TKO, Orange Guard. Uh,
1: let's uh, yeah. real quick. Let's make sure. in the in the beginning of the show, in that that first uh, break, there was yeah. a trailer for the Super oh, Healthy yeah. Lung Summit. That's right. Just want to make sure people. If you haven't had a chance to sign in and sign up for that, it's free. I, I'm actually featured in this one, and you're in it. You're like yeah. a, you see this little picture down here at the bottom. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. Over. Yeah. Uh, that's you, yeah, and you you are actually in that, and uh if you wanna sign up for that and get a bunch of really great information there
0: do you have the the links you can drop in the chat room for those that didn't see yeah, it in
1: the or, uh, yeah and and you can also go over to our website. I put a banner up in the upper right hand corner, okay um that you can click on
0: and, and I definitely revealed it. things that the doctor who was interviewing me had never heard before, so it was it was really a good interview there, and also it, it, you know it's one of those interesting interviews because if my memory serves correct, he comes from more of the allopathic background. And uh, and even as he has holistic, uh, I think maybe even chiropractic, I couldn't remember all the details because I've done so many interviews, but I do remember some of the details of this one, that it was a good, another good conversation of showing people that don't necessarily have the same belief system or background having a great, intelligent discussion, one that challenges you, but is not vindictive or angry, and, and for me, every time we can have uh, an interaction like that, I think it, it's important to show people that, look at that. I, had, I just watched two people that may have disagreed on some things have a great conversation, and I'm better for it. I'm not detracted by it in any way. Uh, and, again, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember it was a great, intelligent, challenging discussion on the topic of super healthy lungs. So y'all want to definitely check that out. And it's free. Sign up, and we have the links to do that.
1: All right, so what do we got here? Marge says mm-hmm. Vengeance is not my job. I just hand it over to the guy that's in charge of me. Yeah. There well
0: that's go. that's what we call surrender, Marge, and letting go. And and there are misconceptions and misunderstandings about the term surrender. You know, it's like never give up, never surrender. And you know, your weakness is is revealed if you surrender. But we're talking about surrendering to God, for those of you who perceive and have a belief in that. Surrendering to a higher power. Recognizing the things that you have control over genuinely and that which you don't. And that which you don't, then you turn that over. And that includes, as, she, as March says, vengeance. And I agree. It, you know, it's not our place to, to, you know, swear vengeance on another. And it's understandable all the movies that are done about people that have a family member killed and you, you see the stories of vengeance and they're very, <laughs> you,
1: you have you, dishonored my family.
0: Yeah. But you yeah. feel, you know, they, they pull in, pull you in because you feel like, yeah, if that happened to my family, you know, yes, we would be angry and want to take vengeance. Perhaps that's a human emotion as well, but it's also a trap. We want justice certainly, but the question is how to deliver it. And, and, you know uh, that idea that vengeance they also say what is a double-edged sword right mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing so
1: nope
0: um alex jones might be on the high wire tomorrow is that right that
1: would be interesting
0: wow yeah that would be interesting uh looking at some of the other
1: comment. How about a poll of the day
0: oh yeah if we forgot i forgot to go back to the poll of the day yesterday i think because i had yeah, to race we missed on
1: yesterday yeah. But you'll get to see the results. Well, actually, in the, in the newsletter, that's when you get to see the previous day's results. Yeah. Um, so show us the poll in the newsletter today. For today. Yeah. How concerned are you about the spread of polio in the United States? We opened up with a polio uh, story today. Right. If you missed it, it was uh, it was pretty deep,
0: the stuff I was revealing and, and letting loose on, yeah. on that. And so how concerned are you about the spread of polio in the U.S.? Very concerned. Somewhat concerned. Not very concerned. Not concerned at all. Not sure. Hmm. Well, I'm going to say based on the knowledge of this audience or the newsletter mm-hmm. recipients, I'm going to say Not Very Concerned is going to be the lead followed by Not Concerned at All. That's my guess. Ooh, I had it reversed. Not Concerned at All was number one, Not Very Concerned is number two.
1: Yeah. There you go. So uh, the, the audience is even uh, sharper than you thought they were.
0: Well, yeah, no, I, I, I think that <laughs> because I go into uh, the analysis of the cause of a polio and then it's not the polio virus that they claim it is, that's, that's the thing that kind of gets right. me like, I wonder how people will interpret it, right? So good on y'all. That was great. 63.3% not concerned at all. The, the concern in reality is that the, the government would try to use this once again for lockdowns and shutdowns and on and on, right? That's a different question, but I'd say that would probably have a different response.
1: <laughs> now, here's a question. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've I've been curious about. Is this for me or for the audience? I for whoever. Is this is just me, you know, my my thoughts coming out of my mouth here. Okay. Um, is it is it just me or does is this the first time that I remember ever there being so many diseases all at the same time, just like boom, 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 and mm-hmm. not just like oh, it's flu season, right? Or you know whatever asthma or you know I mean it's just like 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 polio and Mm -hmm. COVID and monkeypox it's like I've never ever in my life ever witnessed something like this where you have like these these diseases that are suddenly just popping up it's like where did all these come from Mm -hmm. it seems strange to me anybody have a thought on that? Do you do you remember there ever being this many things happening all the one right after another? You know, I mean, over the years that you and I've been working together, we always yeah. had that thing where it was like, you know, every year or two they came out with the "this is the next pandemic," but I've right. n- I've never seen anything this close together like this. Yeah, boom, 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 like this. No,
0: I, I think that the uh, desperation of you know the, the continual emergency, as we talked about. That transition in that, in that Brownstone article, it talked about that as well. The transition from one emergency to the next to maintain some level of compliance required for your freedom to be doled out to you privileges. And, and I think this is a strategy that they've had to do just like the acceleration of the printing of money going parabolic at a certain point they you know, once in a while to do it versus what they have to do now to keep people distracted and in fear becomes increasingly desperate, increasingly ridiculous. Oh, this one, then this one, monkeypox, now polio, what's next? We talked about Marburg, smallpox. Who knows what they're going to try and throw at it. But I think it's evidence of their desperation. That's what I think is happening, and it's unique from all the times we've covered these things over the years together.
1: Mercedes says, I have to keep the fear-mongering going. Yes, Mercedes,
0: Mm -hmm. you're right. And that's the game they're playing. That's the only thing they have left. The only, was it, quill in their quiver? Quiver in their quill? How do you say that? I don't even know. (laughs) Quill in their quiver, yeah. uh, could it be?
1: Um, so the quiver yeah. is what the things go into. So right, be, and the yeah.
0: quill is the is the point on the arrow. Is that what it is? I guess. I thought
1: a quill was something you wrote with.
0: Maybe um yeah.
1: Somebody smarter know. than me will have to figure that out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they say the pen is mightier than the sword, so maybe that's why. Right. Anyway, uh, you the- All right. So t- let's see if we've gotten any updates on our calendar here. Mm-hmm. Uh. What is this? Oh, you've got something tomorrow morning going on. It's non show related. So, tomorrow looks like we've got Jonathan E. He did come out with a new article uh, in Town Hall that we will be featuring. Okay. um, On tomorrow's show. And Friday is still wide open at the moment. Wow. I'm working on trying to get somebody in there. Well, next week we got Amy Lapore that um,
0: Michael Bolden connected us with. Correct. That's going to be great. Uh, we have Clay Clark scheduled to join us on the 20th and let's see, 21st, 22nd. I fly out to Minnesota. So we're going to have to pre-record with Jonathan for that day. We've done that before. Uh, the 22nd tomorrow. Do you have that in the, in the list of things we need to do? I do. Okay, cool. And, uh, let's see, whatever else I hope to see all y'all that are going to make it to Minnesota. It's going to be a great time together. Real good working groups on this thing that, uh, actually get stuff done so thankful for that (sighs) all right well i I don't have anything else if anything else is bringing a question or comment before we wrap it up i did i think i did see one thing that came through eduardo my cat has not been eating well and she's not looking well just curious if you would know if there's anything i could give her well without any more detail you, you can always how old
1: is the cat yeah, we Are there don't know. any other symptoms other than, um, I mean, what is that, that uh, not eating well and not looking well?
0: Yeah. By the way, my wife corrected me. says, it's an arrow in your quiver, not a quill in your quiver, moron.
1: Okay. She, did, she didn't say go.
0: moron. I said that for myself. Well, she should have. Yeah, she should have, right? Uh, <laughs> she's smarter than me. She just volunteered. She's smarter than me because she is. She won't admit it, but she is. Uh, my cat has not been eating. So, you know, look, there's a lot we don't know about this, but I always look at the uh, remedies like arsenicum album. Arsenicum, which is a give them silver
1: fish. too. Silver, absolutely. A lot you know, of people I have mean, done that, it's, and it's I'm, it I'm telling lot. you, I I go through this all the, If you if you've had animals, you know mm-hmm. that it just for no no reason that you can come up with. Suddenly yeah. that you know a, a dog just goes like Bleh. yeah. It's like why did the dog just throw up on the floor? I don't know. All right, dogs Eduardo, just do that sometimes. It, Eduardo you know?
0: gave us some more information. She was attacked by a bobcat, and ever since she hasn't been eating. All right, well, if it's not Ooh. a physical injury, now you've got an emotional trauma. And I'm going to go to Bach, Bach flower remedies. If you don't know about all the detailed Bach flowers that we've covered from time to time here with our Trinity graduates, uh, you can always do the rescue remedy, the Bach flower rescue remedy. Uh, that can help, but there are specific things for fear or other things, like you know, an animal attack. Uh, we'd have to do another uh, flower essence or flower remedy show because... That's one of the big focal points within Trinity School of Natural Health. They learn a lot of those mm-hmm. things. I remember rock, rose, and different things, but I don't have them committed to memory like people that are studying up on it. Uh, so, Eduardo, I'd look into the flower essences of the Bach flower remedies as well as homeopathy uh, because you're dealing with fear and emotional trauma and shock. Arnica, of course, is, is always indicated. Uh, gelsemium is often for fear, but it's usually a fear of anticipation of what's coming, not what happened already. So, uh there's some other things to consider there, Eduardo. But, yeah, the silver is good physically as well as the, uh, uh, well, I said arsenicum. But I think, again, this may be more emotional. So look to do that.
1: Yeah, just assuming there's nothing physical that happened in the yeah. in the attack. I don't know how long ago this was. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with taking an animal to a vet because the treatment is something you have to okay. Yeah,
0: well, I would say... So, uh, th- a vet that is more holistically oriented so we don't go on preferably and, but i mean even down. then
1: even yeah. then you know it's like most vets at least that i've had any any involvement with yeah you know you, you take the animal in they say well this is what looks like it's so going we can do this that whatever they're not going to yeah. do anything if you it's not like taking them to a hospital mm-hmm. where they have like you know they're required by law to stabilize the patient and do whatever so that's not how it works for vets yeah Vets aren't going to do anything unless you can pay for it. Real
0: quick, Super D, Jonathan Landsman, who I mentioned, and he does such great work. He's got this thing called winning strategies. Winning strategies. And I I, I swear that we promoted this thing because I saw that we were on the list somehow for it. Winning strategies. Right. He's on day two of it. And that's what I'm thinking that we somehow inadvertently promoted or we're not aware that we did. But can you see if you can dig something out on that? Because I'm sure that would it be an important link to share as I just see an
1: update from Jonathan Landsman. Winning okay. strategies. No. Yeah. That's a new one to me. Okay. Well, we'll I know he's got a stop cancer docu class. Um,
0: and maybe that's it too. I, I don't know. I can't that, keep up with could, it myself. That but, could be it. Yes. But I like Jonathan. He's a great guy and I'm looking forward to seeing him in Orlando and well, all Here's the Orlando. deal.
1: Yeah. Here's yeah. the deal. Well, I had an email go out for the, the stop cancer docu class. Okay. So if you are signed up for the newsletter you got the info. Okay. If you want to know about it, among many other things, I've got emails going out pretty much every day now. Okay. Because there's so many things that are going on that I want to keep people aware of. So if yeah. you aren't signed up for the newsletter, go over to the website, sign up for the newsletter or just whip out your smartphone, cuz you got yeah. it in your hand most of the time anyway, and text uh, RSB to 22828. Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest way for you to get signed up for the newsletter. I'll yep. probably have another one going out for that particular event here in the next day or two.
0: Okay. All right, we do have some suggestions uh, for the cat. Uh, I that vetiver, vetiver, and geranium, DJ Katie says. Uh, let's see. Murdoch says mim- mim- mimulus, bock flower. and um, oils, different oils for ang- pet anxiety for fear. Murdoch says. 1% dilution, DJ Katie says. So, yeah, I think that using these uh, different essential oils, or I say essential, can't, I'm, I'm crossing over at this point in the various different things. I apologize. Uh, Murdoch says you can also use aspen, cherry plum, red chestnut, rock rose. I didn't remember rock rose. Remember that? Um, and I think maybe, just maybe, Murdoch has this fresh in his brain because he's been doing the health coach program with Trinity School of Natural Health. Mm-hmm catnip great for anxiety as well (coughs) catnip makes cats crazy most of them so that'll distract them from whatever's going on yeah murdoch's learning the bach flower essences good very good way to go murdoch see he's doing great stuff all right well that's it for today as far as i can tell thank you for sharing all that you're sharing those of you in the chat room with us eduardo thank you for asking the question Please consider, I know you're watching on Facebook, but you never know when we get banned on that again. So Eduardo, if you don't mind, please uh, consider coming on over to robertscatbell.com slash listen. That's the webpage for, uh, uh, well, you can get to the the chat room. If if ever we're banned or something, temporarily, whatever, you can come on over to our website and watch us there live and enjoy the community that we have. And you can also be part of our patron supporters. Our next AMA is going to be when, Super Don?
1: i think it's on is it wednesday wednesday Wednesday, the 28th
0: wednesday the 28th of september at seven o'clock eastern four o'clock pacific uh we'd love to have you a part of that too if you're not already so with that i got nothing else for the moment and i'm probably going to see if we can trade out the washing machine so we can get all our dirty clothes cleaned again
1: yes those you know you know you're getting old when you're excited about getting a washing machine right
0: Yes, dude. It's, you don't realize how how valuable those things are until you don't it's have them. It's the
1: one. little things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. really, that didn't matter.
0: Yeah. Well, thank y'all so. for being here. God willing, we'll be back t- twenty two hours or less from now. We're same same bat channel what they used to say when we were kids.
1: Same bat time, same bat channel. There you go, Super Don. You're old like me. There you go. All right, guys. Have a good afternoon. Good evening. We will see you tomorrow.